0: welcome back to his and hers movie podcast this is episode number 30 entitled shark week because it is in fact shark week and this is our first annual shark week it's shark week 2020 and in case you didn't know it's shark week and i'm one half of your host jp podcasting on this august 15th towards the end of shark week we got one more day of shark week ahead of us uh joining me tonight podcasting out of southwest pa as well as am i carly on this fine shark week what's up
1: what week is this
0: um it is the week after the week of the 7th so shark week yes shark week shark week runs from August 9th to August 16th, right, right, so yeah, it is, it is Shark Week, um, I, ever since I started podcasting, I've always wanted to do a Shark Week in the summer, and we discussed it a few times on 22 Shots, I think we actually had, um, some episodes planned and one time we were going to do the jaws franchise on shark week but we decided to do it in like july since it's the fourth of july anyway mm. on 22 shots mm-hmm. and then we also had another shark week planned maybe like the next year or something and it didn't happen because uh, we normally don't do a lot of episodes in the summer anyway so finally i had a place and a home for shark week and i don't even love the shark week phenomena that did that exist, but at the same time, I kind of, I kind of, uh, always wanted to be part of that fun event that happens all week, and I saw other people watching shark movies too, mostly Don and Ellie, um, <laughs> but it's cool to see other people watching shark movies, and it was actually fun to, like, look at my shark collection and realize, like, okay, I have, like, the the main shark films, but i'm actually don't have many of the other shark films like the bad ones and honestly i don't have any of the good ones from the 70s and 80s or you know decent ones from the 70s and 80s that aren't jaws or the jaws films
1: yes uh shark movies are ones that i've always kind of just avoided because for the most part nowadays at least it seems like people just make them bad on purpose so i've always thought You know, Jaws is the quintessential shark film, and that is that. So looking through my collection, I really didn't have barely anything either, like at all, uh, besides like the Jaws films and Open Water, Deep Blue Sea, which I just bought Deep Blue Sea, and then that Shark collection I have, which I also just bought like a year ago. So yeah, shark movies are not ones, I wouldn't say they're like not my favorite, but they're just not ones that I would seek out a lot. So it was interesting doing this. And having a reason to just marathon these types of movies for a solid week
0: yeah you know what and also that sort of shark collection that you have the mega collection there was actually a blu-ray release of that and it was only released in like a few walmarts and it's like super rare which i would have loved to have that version but the dvd version i remember i saw it and i bought one and i saw another copy and i was like dude you should buy this Uh, Shark Attack uh, 1, 2, and 3 are like extremely out of print and the uh, I think like third one doesn't even have a DVD or something like that or the second one doesn't even have a DVD. You should buy this and you didn't want to and the joke's on you because now you're happy you had it for Shark Week.
1: The joke would be on me if I did not buy it, but I did buy it so there's really no joke. I don't know why you're laughing.
0: Because you... (laughs) ha 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 because you uh th- fought me and said that you would never watch it and then you did
2: uh, yeah but
1: I-, I don't know dude i just feel like
0: dude could re- you I imagine didn't... if what you took a picture of your shark move collection for shark week and you even had less shark moves and i came in with this nice picture with my jaw shirt and my jaws cup and all my jaws moves my jaws on 4k's i had more jaws that i could have showed i had all the jaws films on dvd and i have jaws 1 on vhs i could have put that in the picture but i didn't want to embarrass you too bad
1: dude like you don't even like i i made that nice little post in our group to like get everyone hype <laughs> and then you come in like with this over the top post that wasn't even necessary because why are you're posting shirts and like cups and merchandise Buddy, like, what, I, are you gonna if watch my that socks wasn't week?
0: dirty i would have posted my my shark socks too
1: right, okay are you gonna watch the socks are you gonna rate the socks no but i'm gonna week? wear the
0: socks and the shirt and drink out of my cup while watching shark week
1: i doubt you did that
0: i did it once <laughs> all right well i was gonna I'm wear this thing. shirt every day of shark week and the socks
1: my thing my thing
0: ew <laughs> i'm going like
1: yeah you have, like, two other shark shirts you could award. No, I just kept on the same one. <sighs> um, but I just feel that you're fake. But also, yeah, I have that Mega Sharks collection, but it's one DVD, so it's not, like, two. a plethora. Two. All oh, right, I mean, just, like, one DVD case. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but... it's not that but exciting. But, like, I, honestly, that collection's pretty good. It's a pretty good collection. I like it. Um, I didn't watch... I've only wa- I only watched, I think two two movies in it or maybe even one i don't know but it has um shark man in it which was another funny one that one stars jeffrey Combs. i'll talk about that later uh but yeah man shark week was how how was your experience prepping for shark week
1: it was not too bad i kind of i don't know i was starting out with purposely bad ones because i was just kind of in that mood where i was like scrolling through Tubi that's another thing I don't feel I have to buy all these shark movies (laughs) because there are so many just piled up on streaming sites that you really do not even need to seek them out it's so easy to get a shark movie at at your fingertips but honestly
0: you're not wrong like I was actually shocked at the amount of shark films that were on Tubi alone and there were others on Prime and then you know if you couldn't find what you were looking for there or you wanted something different just type in shark movies on youtube and there are a plethora of uploaded uh... illegally shark movies on there so yeah you're right i mean there are pretty much any shark movie that you wanted to watch was somewhere streaming uh... either you know through a actual streaming service or just some dude uploaded on youtube uh and that was actually pretty easy for prep because you just had a lot of options. And there was actually a few on Tubi that I kind of wanted to watch and just didn't you know, get to cuz I was trying to like do a fair mix of everything. I'll explain my process later. But I was very happy with the amount of shark moves that are pretty much viable online. But that being said, you are a collector buddy like you don't like that that's bad if you're saying like oh well there's all these moves are online why do i i shouldn't buy any moves
1: my thing is well it's like that whole makeup pack i think every movie almost was on to be alone just in that makeup yeah, pack but I,
2: think
1: so. I even watched some because sometimes i i'm not gonna lie i am lazy and i will
0: go to streaming oh don't tell dave or moods or anybody that
1: Ah. Uh... Then I shall not talk,
2: <laughs> but I am lazy and I will literally go to
0: 22 sh- shots. I tried to like explain that. Like I, it was like, I own the Blu-ray of the crazies, but since oh, I yeah. already watched it, I just, it was on Amazon prime. I just played it on there and yeah. they like what like you're what you, you oh geez you're lazy too lazy to go to the tv i was like dude i don't know where that dv like i my collection's all out of sorts i watched it so every time i watch something i put it in like a completely different section of the of the not even in this room like i'm not gonna go hunt this thing when it's all already my xbox is on and prime is right there
1: <laughs> yeah i mean you, but you i think- got made fun of well, if you're just laying on your couch okay, and you're already yeah. laying what? there and you're like, I have to watch a movie oh. and you just don't feel like actually getting up and going to the DVD I'm section. I'm telling Dave you... and
0: mids. What? I'm telling Dave and mids.
1: Well, Dave listens to the show. So Dave?
0: He... Dave? You listening? No. Carly I'm trying to get- is can all- I... Carly's lazy. She's too lazy to go put her DVD in.
1: No, dude. Can I, like, get my explanation out, like- Because then I, I, I'm trying to explain myself on this matter. It's just you're lazy, yes, and you're tired, and you know there were a few days during this where I was sick. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go on Tubi because you,
0: yeah. Oh, you mean like that's like not like (laughs) coughing sick
1: ew don't, don't ever make that noise again um yeah I was like vomity sick so I was sitting on my couch and like afraid to move and so I'm like I'm just gonna put on the Tubi, and then there's all the movies and then there's some that I have and I'm gonna watch them on there but to me it doesn't defeat the purpose of collecting because for me I just like collecting to have a cool looking collection to show off for one thing and two you still spent the money on the physical media so it's not like I'm giving up I hate people who just watch streaming things and think there's no need for DVDs and anything like that anymore, because they're going to make it go extinct. No. I will buy the movie, but when I'm lazy sometimes, I shall watch it on streaming if it is on streaming. Right. But then sometimes it's not on streaming, and that's why it's necessary to have movies, and sometimes they take off a movie off of streaming, Now,
0: see, here's another reason why I, like, okay, I'm kind of an HD fiend now, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. DVD just doesn't cut it sometimes for me. So I do like being able to stream in HD. Which I don't think Tubi is full uh, 720. I think it's... Or I, full 1080. I think it's 720. But I could be mm. wrong. Um, Tubi... Can we just talk about again how clutch Tubi is? Like, I, I remember in an early episode, I shouted out how dope Tubi was for all the types of like because there's shark moves on there that aren't on physical media or are heavily out of print that are on on Tubi and I just love the fact that you know Tubi is free but it's like it rivals any streaming service for me
1: honestly the thing that I enjoy most about Tubi as opposed to all the other ones is how easy it is to like find a subcategory of movies like for 1991
0: you just type
1: in the year
0: yeah yeah if you type in shark on netflix nothing really comes up unless it's actually shark yeah but you type in shark on tubi and stuff that doesn't even have shark in the title pops up
2: yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: Tubi's search optimization is clutch and yeah no other streaming service besides amazon uh can you type in like 1991 movies Oh, yeah. And they pop up, and and on Amazon it's like everything, and like some of them aren't even 91. It's not bad, but for example on Shutter you can't do that. You can't type in you know the year of the movie, which, like, I don't I I've been Netflix streaming since it literally debuted and came out. I'm pretty sure, and there used to be an option to search by year, and and honestly there used to be an option to search by a lot. And Netflix mm-hmm. honestly like de-optimized for like i think they do this thing where they try they make their library look bigger than it is Mm -hmm. um there's not really that big of a library in terms of like horror movies and stuff like that on netflix it just they make it look like it is and they'll do this thing where they'll change the cover every once in a while yeah so I think that it like tricks you into thinking that there's new movies but really they just changed the cover to a different cover. Um but yeah, Tubi Tubi is awesome, man. I've watched a lot of these on Tubi.
1: Yeah, I uh, just scrolling through all the movies on there is fun and um back to like my actual Shark Week experience, it was You know, there's a lot of bad ones on Tubi, but I was kind of the same way. There were some that I almost wanted to check out, but I just didn't get to. Because, one, I was trying to not just watch complete stupid trash ones. I wanted to watch some good ones to decent ones as well. So that I'm not just talking about ones out of tens the entire show and that's it. So, uh... But when I started out, uh, the the few days when I was sick, I didn't feel like watching anything too serious, and I picked movies that were like an hour and 10 minutes long, and I was watching those, so... But I was having fun with them. I mean, they were bad, but I, I was still having fun, and then, of course, I watched... The Jaws franchise, which I've actually never watched in its entirety before. Um, Thought I'd seen part three before, and I think I've honestly only seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've ever actually watched part three all the way through, now that I rewatched it, because nothing was familiar to me besides the fact that Dennis Quaid is the star. So, uh, but part two and part four of Jaws, I'd never seen, so that was interesting because i always was curious on them but i wasn't too curious since people always said oh you know they're not they're nothing too special that's pretty much the general thing i've always heard so that was interesting to watch those and then you know um some watch some other like franchise movies there's a lot of shark franchises like you could make a podcast yeah so like shark weeks out of just franchises if you wanted like with your show for example you guys could like yeah do that like the sharknadoes the shark attacks the deep blue mm-hmm. seas all that
0: yeah which is is crazy because um there wasn't back then
1: yeah yeah
0: like true. what year did sharknado come out
1: i think like either 2009 11 somewhere around there No, it's not
0: nine for sure
1: 2011 then probably but
0: i think it's later than that honestly
1: Are you sure i feel like the i'm sequ- pretty sure I feel like there's too many sequels for it to possibly be later they did than that. one
0: every year though <laughs>
1: shark and they do i am googling it and 2013
0: so oh geez so when we did the jaws franchise it was 2014 all right yeah there was only one deep blue sea there was only one uh open water no there's two open waters but the second one didn't have anything to do with sharks i think um, mm. there was, uh, no 47 meters down one and two. Uh, there was no, uh, there was, there was Deep Blue Sea, but no Deep Blue Sea two or three. Uh, and there was one Sharknado out, maybe two at the time. So yeah, there was no franchises back then. Yeah. That's very weird. Cause I remember a year ag-
1: less than 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. I remember actually talking about that, like, well we could do jaws franchise this year but if we were going to do another shark thing we'd have to just pick random shark movies probably because Mm. there isn't any other like franchise of shark film um i guess you could count the mega shark films because i think there's like three or four of those
2: Mm
0: -hmm. but Shark. Yeah, um, like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, Mega Shark versus Colossus, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus or something, or Piranaconda. (laughs) Yeah. See, for a while there, the Sci Fi Channel's gimmick was to just come up with, like, two, um, different animals and mash them together, like, Uh Whale Wolf. Right. Versus, uh,. I don't know, Sharkenstein or something, but, uh, yeah, Piranha Conda, that one's kind of cool sounding, but I'll get into that later because I think there are, um, two distinct eras of Bad Shark movies or two, maybe three distinct eras, but there are definitely different eras and different vibes with Bad Shark movies, which I will talk about. Uh, my prep, it was pretty simple. I went into this and I was like, okay, Shark Week is seven days long. We'll start two days earlier since we're go- we are we originally planned to record yesterday. Uh, you know, and we'll start two days earlier with prep so that we can watch, you know, seven days of Shark films before we record. Um, and so I was like, I would like, you know, two a day seems like a fair number or about like ten, you know two one day, one the next, two, like, you know, every other day you watch two, but I'm going to shoot for two a day, and, uh, I met that mark, exactly, so I'm pretty happy about that, uh, you know, I, some days I didn't watch any, actually, and then I, I, like, tripled up on a couple days, but, uh, yeah, I, the only thing, there was a couple other things that I wanted to do, Uh, I started the book, The Meg, because I was like, oh, it would be cool to read a book for this too, but I started a little too late, I think I had six days to get it done, and I only got, like, three or four hours into the book, um, audiobook, that is, so, you know, that's, I I didn't get through that, but I was intending to to review The Meg on here too, the, the book, uh, so maybe next year, maybe next year, but it brief thoughts is it's definitely more interesting than the movie was uh it's more like intent intense sounding um and they do it i don't know it just seems like cooler i don't know that 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 movie well that movie was originally supposed to be directed by eli roth um and he dropped out at some point and eventually starred jason jason statham and became a PG-13 movie. And I actually didn't mind it. I, like, I thought it was fun, like, popcorn movie for the theater. But I could tell that this would have been way cooler if it was, like, a rated R movie. You know? Yeah, I
1: did not like the make very much at all. Uh,
0: but the book's a little bit different. It follows this, um... Uh... What the hell was he? He was either, like, a... He was some dude at high-ranking like navy guy or or army guy or cia or something i don't know and he took a team like into the the deep the deep deep sea you know like where like the like the deepest parts that nobody's ever been and um basically he like screws up the mission and like everybody dies except for him um but he says that he saw a megalodon and nobody believes him so he like kind of goes and on these like little tours and talks about him and stuff like that and then these researchers like get a hold of him and they want to go down and stuff like that and then they basically free the megalodon so yes um that's kind of what happens there and honestly the book made it sound so like we've we've like explored like one percent of the ocean right and like people are saying like you know megalodons could still exist and you're like well how wouldn't people have seen them and you're like well literally because like they could be like bottom like like they could stay at the bottom because of like just what they're used to and and you know i i remember watching tv shows about you know crazy animals that they, crazy fish and aquatic life that they find deep deep in the ocean and they're finding new species like every day of like crazy stuff like insane stuff that you never thought would exist just look at a video online called like you know deep sea like strange deep sea creatures or something and you'll be like wow like there's a lot of nuts stuff that we don't even know about and they're finding this stuff like you know like dozens a year or like you know a lot a year so it definitely made my like imagination start wondering, like whoa like you know because like megalodons are kind of an interesting like I can't really put in a picture like how big they actually are you know what I mean right because like to me I can't really comprehend it but I know they're really big
1: this sounds like a good moment for a shark effect.
0: Um. Yeah. You know what? I not not shark attack right now, buddy. But I know that you were looking into doing some shark effects. <laughs> uh.
1: What? No. I was like, yeah. That's what I said. What are you? You said shark
0: about? attack, buddy.
1: No, I said it's a good time for a shark effect.
0: Okay. Let's. It's let's, like shark attack. I came but up like with that by effect. the way, guys.
1: I just said that. I said it first. And then you pretended that you I know. But it. I came up. You with do it, it all the time. I'm smart. Um, but there are 465 different types of sharks, and sharks predate the dinosaurs by 200 million years. So sharks have been around forever.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Sharks are so interesting. Like I never was. Like my friend Martin was Mm. very into sharks when we were growing up like he would talk like he really liked jaws and stuff like that and he was really into like sharks i just was like eh, you know they're not around me i don't like really they're not like like i'm not gonna work like i don't know like kangaroos or something you know what i mean like that yeah i I don't care about around me uh so but now they're more fascinating to me like they don't know a lot about sharks you know what i mean still um like, I don't even know... Like, how does a shark mate? You know what I mean? I don't even know. Do they know? Well,
1: actually, I, mean, I don't want to give away all the shark facts right now, but that brings me to another shark effect. Where? Where is it? Where is it? For one thing, a female can sometimes get pregnant by herself through parthenogenesis. I don't know what that means, but sometimes she can just have a baby without... The need for a male and the female also has thicker skin than the male because when mating the male bites onto the female and does punctures into her so sounds like mate. it doesn't sound <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound like the best sexual experience
0: right interesting shark effect there buddy remember when Thanks. i came up with the term shark effect no that's me no, I even haven't.
1: I even have it written on my little word document here. Shark. Yeah, but
0: I came up with it last night. I was like, I was like, whenever you give your shark facts or your shark effects, make sure to give them.
1: <laughs> make sure to. Is that what you said?
0: <laughs> it was something along those lines.
1: No, what happened? was... I said. I said that, and then you did that thing where you made me feel dumb, acting like you didn't hear me or something, and then you tried to say it.
0: No. Yourself. No. 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 Yes. Uh. So yeah. That that's interesting that they can i didn't know that that they can get pregnant themselves it's kind of insane Yeah, i don't
1: even i don't really understand i mean i should I'm, i didn't feel like going into a huge research paper about all this but i was like wow and it have says like all females are capable of it technically but it's rare but it can happen so they don't need a man
0: how many have you ever seen a shark in real life um
1: i don't know i mean I don't think I have.
0: I have. Well,
1: like, at a, they have them at the
0: aquarium, don't they? Um, yeah, I've never been there, though. I probably one. ha I
1: mean, I probably have. I just don't really remember. Oh. I can't tell you, like, a major moment
0: where I've seen a shark. i seen one when I was a kid in Florida. Really? Yes. In the ocean? Yeah, they caught
1: one. Oh, was it big?
0: No, it was small. Hey. Um, have you ever eaten shark? No. I have. When? uh back in like 2010 maybe t- 2011 2012 somewhere around there where why um my cousin's mom's boyfriend brought it back up from florida Hmm, interesting.
2: and it uh, good? they
0: cooked it in butter and i just tasted i don't i couldn't i tasted such a small little like sliver of anything that i probably couldn't even say what it tasted like because i I don't eat fish like i'm real sketchy about fish so i did i just wanted to kind of try just say i tried shark but i was scared i would try it more now but i was scared it was like in a like it was like chunks of shark flesh that were like in like a plastic bag so it kind of like weirded me out a bit (laughs) yeah
1: i would assume they probably taste like stronger fish or something that's what i picture but i don't i'm not crazy about fish either it has to be i like fried fish like fried fish sandwiches but just plain old fish is like i don't know it's a weird taste for sure so but anyway sharks sharks oh, sharks sharks What were we talk What were you talking about? Sharks? Oh, you were asking me questions about Yeah, we were talking about sharks. Um you kept asking me questions of things that I have never done. And I have not done them. I have not eaten a shark.
0: Really? Yeah. Yes. Uh so besides eating sharks and singing sharks, uh I think that the concept of sharks it's fascinating that it became like this huge subgenre in horror you know mm-hmm. what i mean like why sharks like i mean there are other and tubi will let you know this because once you watch one killer animal movie they're like boom and they throw, they're like you might enjoy piranaconda versus gatoroid you might enjoy boa versus python you might enjoy uh ants attack you might enjoy like all this <laughs> stuff and i'm like i actually do enjoy a lot of these but <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of fascinating how it became like a sort of a phenomenon a little bit with uh, the amount of shark movies that happen every year. Uh, it's pretty insane. Like if you go from you know the Jaws era, there was a quite a few Jaws ripoffs after Jaws, and then of course Jaws spawned some sequels. So through the 70s and 80s, you have some shark-related uh related movies, not a ton. You had a lot of other animal. Uh, like, if you, like, there was some shark movies, but, like, there was a lot of Jaws rip-offs in general, like, Orca the Killer Whale, and Piranha is another one, um, the alligator films were kind of rip-offs of Jaws, like, you know, the, the giant, uh, animal attack movie was, and just eco-horror in general Mm -hmm. happened pretty, uh, increasingly after Jaws, uh, but, then you have like and honestly like you can count on like one hand all the killer shark movies from the 90s and i watched i've seen them all i think i think no except for um cruel jaws i think but i've i've seen all pretty much all the ones i could find um either have seen them before or watched them this week uh and then the 2000s early 2000s you know with the shark attacks and then there were a few more in like 2004 ish and then around 2009 10 just an explosion of shark movies um all the way through the Sharknado era uh on up to now they're just very mm. common but yeah so interesting little little uh, fact there about the shark histories.
1: There's so many covers to shark movies that are just rip-offs of dolls and themselves too. I mean, That's I know, like, it's a basic horrible. cover, like a shark, like, underneath the water of a girl, but there's just so many that are blatant, like, the same thing, pretty much, that I've noticed, and it's kind of funny. Including and, the doll
0: sequels. Yes, and the the sharknado actually spawned, like, a subgenre of nato films. <laughs>
2: like oddly
0: um, enough oh there was there was there was all kind of weird ones stone nato and i'm like isn't that just a tornado (laughs) because they (laughs) pick up stones uh and uh oh man there was there was some. i can't even remember some of them but yeah there was there was tornado they were throwing everything in tornadoes for a little while uh and Joel, and of course sharknado spawned like 6 sequels which is insane or 5 yeah. sequels i think five, i think there's 6 sharknado films um i've only i've never seen any of them
1: i actually the first one they had you know on netflix and i tried to watch it a few years ago because i wanted to see i just was really curious and i just i wasn't <sighs> <laughs> It's like it wasn't even a horrible film. It was just like so blah and but that's these movies, you know their titles and their covers and the hype that they're bait. they get the people, they suck them in. they're like, shark NATO, What a silly title, and then everyone watches them, and that's how they become such a big thing. But I don't know. they're really just not that good, and I don't know i i I didn't finish I don't think I finished the film, so
0: yeah i I think that I would probably like them now more than i would have when they came out because i've kind of i've kind of softened on bad movies in general a little bit i used to like really resent them and push back on them but i think i'm a little bit different now so all right uh with that little i mean i guess that was our week with shark movies (laughs) Uh, pretty
1: much it's a blur of just water and shark
0: (laughs) Uh, what, uh, what else did, oh, oh, movie theaters are opening back up, which is pretty exciting, um, so I just wanted to throw that in there, so, um, yeah, that's happening, uh, let's see, what else here, uh, what did we have planned next? Oh, since we're talking about sharks, I thought it would be fun to talk a little about horror franchises and them jumping the shark which i first heard of this concept on an episode of the skeleton crew i think there was two i think there was two episodes mm. uh, it was called when a horror franchise jumps the shark and they basically just discuss where and when they thought the the horror franchise jumped the shark now i will say this i think that I actually heard a version of this on another show called Rabbit in Red that debuted before the Skeleton Crew episode. Um but I don't think they called it when a horror franchise jumped the shark. I think they called it like when when did the horror franchise go bad or something like that. But it was kind of a similar concept. Mm-hmm. Um which Mike Sinkovich was on both of those shows. So
1: Yes. But what is that jump the shark what okay does that even, like, i'm mean? glad
0: you asked because i do have an answer to that
1: i know uh, what it means i just mean like what is like who came up with that
0: like it it actually does have an origins which i already knew about but uh to refer to the wikipedia because i knew you were gonna not know um i <laughs> wanted to i, kn- I wow, knew this dude. already though i swear i already knew this so Jump the shark is an idiom used to describe a moment when something that was once widely popular but since has grown less popular makes a misguided attempt at generating publicity that in that instead only serves to highlight its irrelevance. Uh this is especially applicable to television series or other entertainment outlets. So what you might say that in season seven of Married with Children, I don't even know if that's true, if that's the right season, but they introduce a kid. Uh, and that is the moment they jumped the shark. On that 70s show, uh, the show was ending. Um, Topher Grace wanted to leave. They brought in some other guy and tried to keep some relevance of a season and try to move the show forward. That's when that show jumped the shark. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yes, buddy. I knew what the, I know what the phrase
0: the No, no, I know, means. I know. Oh,
1: okay. But I'm
0: going to give you why. It's, you might be like, why is that called Jump the Shark, though?
1: Yes, that's well, just what I am asking.
0: Because there is a show. The phrase derives from an episode of the sitcom Happy Days. Do you remember Happy Days?
1: I mean, I know what it is. I never watched it, though. You know, know the
0: Fonz, right? Yes, a, yes. Um, okay, I used to watch Happy Days a lot with my cousin when we were kids, so I, I like Happy Day. I haven't seen that show in literally probably like 20 years. Um, so it ran from 1974 to 1984, and in an episode, the character Fonzie jumps over a shark while on water skis. This gimmick strayed absurdly outside the storyline of the sitcom. Wow so it quite literally stems from when fonzie jumped over a shark in an episode of happy days that's crazy and everybody's like well this show jumped the shark so so years (laughs) later you know like oh this is a jump the shark moment you know what i mean yeah and that's why it became jumping the shark
1: That is weird, because usually, like, figures of speech or whatever you want to call it come from, like, real-life stuff. I never thought it would be just an episode of a TV show. Like, I thought it had to do with people actually jumping over sharks or something. I don't know. So, that's that's weird. That's cool, though. Yep. It's kind of stupid, but it's funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's also another... um one called nuke the fridge which is basically what happened in indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull in where indiana jones survives an atomic bomb detonation by fitting himself inside a refrigerator i see i see yes so and i just think that that ripped off the movie mosquito from 1995 because in mosquito you think this guy dies because there's a bomb that goes off in the house. But he lived because he went inside a refrigerator. Buddy, no one watched Mosquito. Oh, yes, they have.
1: I have, because of you.
0: So, yeah. That's, that's where Jump the Shark um, actually came from. It's kind of interesting. But, anyway. So, when horror franchises Jump the Shark, you're not necessarily looking for a moment when the horror franchise does something bad necessarily but when it does something that is like too outside the box to stay sort of relevant or like you know it to stay grounded so if you're looking at like franchises i think there's multiple moments that you can say a film jumps the shark or a film franchise jumps the, the shark so like for example there's like mild jump the sharks and then there's like drastic ones right mm-hmm. so if you're gonna take a franchise right right and you're gonna take a franchise and say when it jumped the shark so if i said halloween when do you think that franchise jumped the shark
1: me, personally, I would say with Halloween 5.
0: Halloween 5, why?
1: Because it is when they start introducing the whole thorn thing, but not really, but kind of, and it's, like, just there, and you're wondering what the heck is going on, and then it gets, like, out there more so in part 6. and But even, I mean, that franchise is hard, because then that's all scrapped after that. But, like, still, I feel like it takes it out of its normal, just michael myers is this crazy killer in town and turns it into like this big cult weird thing where he's like involved in something bigger and i don't really i think it's a little out there
0: uh so for me i would say that halloween jumps the shark with part three
1: because be because it's not a michael myers movie
0: yeah, I mean, it's completely, It it's like, it's like Halloween 3 is a shark, and they jumped, and they jumped, <laughs> and John Carpenter and, and Tommy Lee Wallace jumped it, because what the hell is that? That's not Halloween. But if you're going to make the case, because I do like Halloween, and jumping the shark, I don't, I mean, I think it's generally perceived as bad, but... I think, like, if you look at it objectively from an outside source of like someone who isn't maybe into horror films as Mm -hmm. strongly, and they watch Halloween one, two, and three, they're gonna and and they didn't know what Halloween three was, they're gonna be completely taken back, which is how general audiences responded in 1982. Uh, So I think that I think that it kind of makes sense that that would be a jump the shark moment uh even though i like the movie but if you're gonna say okay let's not count that then honestly halloween 4 is where it kind of jumps the shark for me uh and that's because dr loomis and michael myers are both dead in halloween 2 michael myers is for surely dead in halloween 2 <laughs> i right? mean yeah yeah his face, yeah. like you see a skeleton i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah so that's sort of a jump the shark moment but for me if you're really gonna so so i would truly probably say like part four but that it's sort of still a mild jump the shark it's horror movie stuff right that Mm -hmm. you kind of have that happen in horror movies sometimes but the pure 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 moment of jump the shark for me in hall in the halloween series is when When Buster Rhymes is talking to Michael Myers, saying that he's going to play Michael Myers, and that Michael Myers can't be Michael Myers, and Michael Myers leaves and walks away.
2: Right.
1: That
0: is just pure jump the shark. That That is jump the shark.
1: That movie thought that that movie existing was a whole jump the shark, because it just shouldn't be there.
0: So that is the... Prime moment where I'm like, this franchise is dead.
1: Yeah, it's hard, man, it's hard when you think about Jump the Shark movies, because technically you could say, like, every one of them has something, you could say part two of Halloween is a Jump the Shark with the sister aspect being brought in, because a no, lot of people that's don't fine. like that.
0: That's fine. But people don't like that. The shark. But that's it's not Jump the Shark. It's not Jump the Shark, though.
1: Because it turns the whole franchise into a family
0: thing that's what everyone argues what's all the wrong time with i don't care
1: myself what, what's what? wrong
0: with it being a family thing
1: because everyone says it takes the scariness of the serial killer out of yeah, it everyone's
0: which I... pussies i know i out.
1: don't agree with it i'm just saying like that can be an argument for some people and then my argument could be a thing and then yours can so, too which what, yours what, is what is happens when true? you take
0: this si- si- sister element look john carpenter sat there and people say like oh he had to drink himself into an idea okay so what sometimes the best ideas come when you're under the influence lots of artists will tell you that and here's the reason why jamie lee curtis and michael myers are brother and sister because in halloween 2 you could go one of two ways you can go michael myers is going to be still after laurie strode in which it would make no freaking sense if he was looking for her and they had no connection just like in halloween 20 where michael myers and laurie strode seem to have this connection yet they just really are strangers that ran into each other on one night 40 years before
1: yes so that movie jumped
0: the shark so yes does the sister element add like and what do you mean it takes the scariness away from it so if you're like if your brother kills you it's it's less scary than if a stranger does I don't know that's
1: just what If your brother says. comes
0: in and is just trying to kill you that's less scary than if it's a stranger and guess what her brother is a stranger dumbasses
1: I also think it's scarier if a family member does try to kill you. Like if I'm just chilling there and my cousin that I've grown up with and loved my whole life just comes in with a knife, that's going to suck because I'm not expecting them to kill me. Or a stranger, I would expect them to kill me.
0: And I get that what they're saying is like, well, anytime you add like story to it or like anything other than he's the boogeyman, uh, you know, it lessens the mystery. So that therefore mystery is more scary. I get that. But to me, I've always been somebody that's like okay, dude, like boogeyman, seriously, what are you 12? Are you 12? That's what's scary, that like oh mysterious <laughs> boogeyman. Like realism is scary to me usually. So, something that I feel like can actually happen. I don't feel like the boogeyman is going to come get me, okay? <laughs> um right. but but a guy with a knife and a mask who might or might not be related to me is kind of scary. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with like the idea that like that is something that's frowned upon, but I do not think it's a jump to shark moment. I actually think that benefited the franchise. Honestly, I like the brother sister angle. It Did you watch Halloween 20 or t- it, yeah, Halloween 20 and feel like, okay, like there's a bond here of some sort, <laughs> like between Jamie and Michael, but they're, we're not supposed to feel that anymore
2: yeah
0: strange it's a very strange feeling it's like you can't erase it now yeah Uh, but anyway that's besides the point I've always liked the family dynamic and I think that it's a nice little twist in in Halloween 2 because why would Michael Myers be looking for Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween 2 uh
1: I mean to finish the job
0: maybe that's a fair point maybe he might but no yeah But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he would look that... I mean, if he would look that hard for her. So... True. Uh, with that said, let's move into Friday the 13th. Where do you think Friday the 13th jumps the shark?
1: Oh, um... I guess that... And like you said, it doesn't have to be a negative thing, but I feel that maybe part five would be the one that jumps the shark because everyone was super, more, more so with Jason than even Michael. They were just super down with the Jason films. And then part five brings in this little twist aspect where it's not Jason and everyone was pissed for years and years. Nowadays, people come around to it, but I feel like and that you know even like halloween 3 that's almost justifiable because john carpenter he had that plan that he wanted to make halloween more of an anthology series but with friday five it's just like friday five and they're kind of like pulled their that out their butts and they're like we're gonna try to attempt to make it look like you know we're gonna have this tom tommy jarvis we're gonna try to pull that whole thing where he turns into the bad guy but is he really and they do all this stuff and it just didn't work for a lot of people so but again this franchise is kind of hard because i feel like there's a lot of ones you could say but i feel like that would probably be maybe the first one right to do
0: it i'm gonna go and again this is another multi-level shark jumping here so the very first shark jump to me is part two because jason is either dead or he like it doesn't make sense so at the end of part one jason pulls agent king into the water that okay so that's a dream then Uh right is that what we're going with yes so then in part so did he see his mom be beheaded (laughs) was he alive like what happened here
1: Yes, it doesn't. If he make... was
0: alive, why wouldn't he? Why would he be hiding in the woods for like fifteen years? When, especially guess... if he saw his mom be beheaded.
1: Because. 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 Wait, so. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it never did. It doesn't make much sense. No, it doesn't. Especially if he drowned would have just drowned and he would be dead because like they saw him drown in the water i can understand not being able to recover a body yeah cause that does happen but like but no yeah, not he in a lake though yeah oh yeah true picturing an ocean We're they make it look. look drag like
0: the lake again
1: <laughs> you are correct it doesn't make sense and the mom is so hurt in the first one and you would think that she would have tried harder to find her dead son
0: or missing yeah son. if he was dead if they ne- didn't find a body, there's no way in hell Mrs. Voorhees would have gave up looking in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so, it really, Jason 2 doesn't really make much sense. And I think a lot of people have just kind of, including myself, just been like, eh, whatever. You yeah. know, but that's Tom Savini's whole reason for not wanting to do Part 2, is he's like, Jason's dead. Like, what do you mean Jason's the killer? He died in the first one. Yeah so i can see that but if we're not going to go there i would second you on friday the 13th part five because it really does take like when you think of other shows that have jumped the shark you think of stuff like um roseanne when she, they became millionaires <laughs> yeah right that's sure. a complete jump the shark moment uh-huh. uh you think of when they introduce the not eric in that 70s show uh, mm-hmm. so, you think of, um, Two and a Half Men when it becomes Ashton Kutcher. Yes. He was involved in two Jump the Shark shows. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think that, you know, replacing Jason as the killer is Super Jump the Shark. Uh... But if the, the for me the very moment that I feel like the franchise like truly jumps the shark is when they introduced the telekinesis in part seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was almost going to say that Jason lives could it be the
0: jump the shark because when he comes back to Jason. life. Yeah, because then. It's... <laughs> I guess so. I I feel like maybe every Friday sequel has a jump the shark. That's
1: why, life. like, I mean, part. Yeah, I guess yeah, because you can't even say part one, two, three, and four since you just brought up the point of part two. But yeah, I was gonna say Jason lives originally, but I feel like people liked that, and then part five they didn't like, and then. Uh, you, but yeah, the telekinesis thing is definitely if you're talking it, it's out next there. next level. It's very jump out the there.
0: shark. Like maybe yeah. Jason coming back to life through a lightning bolt is uh, pretty jump the sharky. But let's not forget. I mean, Frankenstein did it right, so that's not right completely full uh and you know the telekinesis is like really out there so that and then you know part eight traveling to new york on a boat is pretty jump the shark and then in part nine the whole like body swapping is pretty jump the shark oh and i think anytime you go to space you've like not only jumped the shark but like cleared it by like two football fields.
1: <laughs> typically that is when the franchise does it but jason waited till part 10 to get to that point right. but and if yeah yeah
0: and then uh i think they kind of grounded again in freddie versus jason a little bit
1: yeah for sure um but right. yeah i feel like if i had to pick
0: a first one it would probably be part five for me right uh and that and i planned this going in that like i don't think any of these have like a singular moment that they jump the shark but there's just like lesser extremes of shark jumping throughout a franchise yeah uh so let's move on to the uh final one here that we're going to do for this time and then maybe next year we'll get to some of the others Uh, Let's say we have Nightmare on Elm Street, which I know you are not as familiar with, but when did Nightmare on Elm Street jump the shark?
1: I feel like... See, yeah, I'm not... I can barely remember part four, but I feel like part five is one, because that's the dream child one, and Mm -hmm. I feel like that one made the whole movie obviously is fantasy but i feel like that one is when things like made super less sense and we're just becoming uh, the whole dream trial, dream child concept was kind of goofy although i do have fun with that movie i feel like that might be the one but to be fair i haven't seen part three and four in a long time
0: well how about you say part five how about part two
1: Part two, I can, I mean, I, it's I do love It is completely different. I, it is very different. Yes, it takes a whole different, takes on a whole different concept with Freddy and everything, so.
0: Yeah, it's more of a possession film.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean.
0: Like, Freddy isn't killing Jesse in his dreams or trying to kill him in his dreams at all. Which, Nancy, that was, you know, Freddy was trying to kill her in her dreams. But, good old jesse is just being trying to be possessed so freddie could come back to life yes which is kind of interesting i think it's interesting but you know i think it's a jump the shark ish moment to a lesser extent and then you got the whole like homosexual undertones which uh are a conversation of its own that we've had Mm -hmm. um but if we're not gonna say there i would say that part four is probably where it kind of gets Cause that's like MTV Freddy. I was gonna uh, say that. Pe- yeah. People say it starts in part three, and it does. Starts a little bit. Welcome to prime time, bitch, and stuff like that. But I think he was still really scary then. But in I think part, part three, four,
1: part three inspired what was to come. Right. Yeah.
0: Um. So part four is where MTV Freddy really showcases himself. So I'll say that you know part four is probably where. Huh, sorry. yeah that makes probably that probably makes shark. sense and i then, like don't
1: remember part four at all i feel like that one's the farthest
0: in my memory for me but, the defining jump the shark moment in the entire <laughs> franchise is the beginning of part six when Freddy krueger is literally riding a broom in a tornado saying i'll get you my pretty and your little soul too yeah that
1: movie is just i mean i know you like l- it, like it. Mm-hmm. yes i i just think it's complete garbage i mean i i give it i, I give it a favorable rating still but it's just like in the franchise and i don't even like the franchise that much but like part six like i can see why it pisses everyone off yeah because they just made that full they weren't trying at all to make that that was like some seed of chucky type of stuff which doesn't make sense because that came after the fact but anyway
0: so that is our little interpretations of when a horror franchise jumps the shark shout out to the skeleton crew uh, so let's go with do you have a shark effect
1: I was going to say it is time for another shark effect okay Um, let's see what do we have here sharks do not have any bones however they are still able to leave fossils behind due to the salt in their cartilage the strength of that that leaves some fossilization but they do not have
2: actual bones it's cartilage huh cartilage. Yet. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I knew like something salt, about that like, from the uh Meg book. They were talking about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh with that said, let's uh get into uh some lists here. So, we have some shark lists. We have a list that I prepared uh called the top 30 or sorry top 25 i did have a top 30 but it was a really really bad list so i went with this (laughs) top 25 uh now see this list is from 2015 so there's going to be some stuff not on there uh but this is a top 25 shark movies of all time all right so coming in and this is from den of geek so the coming in at number 25 we have 2012's Jurassic Shark. Yes. Mm. All right. Yes.
1: Too much about that.
0: All right. In number 24, we have 2009 in Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which I would say is probably one of the first films to start this whole, uh, I guess, trend. Mhm. all right and then in number 23 we have hammerhead aka shark man from 2005
1: i apologize did you say this is the best list or the worst list the best list okay
2: <laughs>
1: all right buddy
0: all right
1: i didn't get to see shark shark man that's one on my pack isn't it
0: yep i watched it
1: yeah, I didn't get that. That's one that I I think that's the only one I might not have watched in that pack.
0: Number 22, Shark Attack 3 Megalodon, 2002.
1: All right. I watched it. I Number shall give
0: my 21, Super Shark from 2011. <laughs> okay. Right. Number 20. This one I actually kind of wanted to see uh Ghost Shark from
1: 2013 Is it about is it a poltergeist poltergeist shark
0: Yeah and they actually made a sequel called Ghost Shark 2 Urban Jaws <laughs> Uh number 19 one that you watched Shark in Venice from 2008 God Wow 2008 so that's before Oh yeah Mega Shark Uh so it, let me ask you this is is that film is that film played straight forward or is it like know that it's bad?
1: It's pretty much, it, it was played pretty serious in my opinion. It okay. it definitely had bad effects and not that great acting, but it was played it wasn't trying to be a joke.
0: Right. So, I would say that the 2008 2009 is the cut-off point where they became like 2008 and before, they were trying to be serious, and then like 2009 and above, it seems like they started knowing that they were bad. Yeah. Uh, Shark Swarm 2008. I didn't even hear this one. What's it called? Uh, Shark Swarm 2008.
1: I've never heard of that.
0: Yes, me neither. Um, number 17 Raging Sharks 2005.
1: I've never heard of that.
0: Me neither. Uh, number 16, Swamp Shark, 2011.
1: Not familiar with that either.
0: Uh, number 15, the one that everybody says that I should ask me why I didn't have it in my collection. And honestly, it actually looks kind of cool. Uh, La Otimo squalo, aka The Last Shark, aka Great White, 1981. Hmm. And yeah, so that is an Italian shark film.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Number 14, Blue Demon, 2004, which is completely false. This belongs nowhere in the top 15. (laughs) Uh, Then we have number 13, one that I actually wanted to watch. I think Brooke Hogan is in this one. Uh, It is Sand Sharks, 2011.
1: Yeah, I wanted to watch that one too, but I did not get to.
0: Number 12 shark 2010 which to me is where it goes so wrong <laughs> number 11 jaws for the revenge 1987 okay uh number 10 this is another one that i wanted to see i think this one's more played like serious and it's called 12 days of terror from 2005
1: i don't know about that one either
0: um, I think it's based on the real New Jersey shark attacks of 1916. Oh, okay. Which I think is mentioned in Jaws.
1: It's, they say that's what Jaws is based off of too, I think.
0: Okay. Um, number nine is Bait 2012, which is actually pretty fun. It's pretty good. I,
1: I wanted to watch that one. Austin always talks about that one, but I did not get to.
0: Yeah, I think a tsunami happens in Australia or something, and... Uh, these people are in a flooded grocery store on like top of the shelves and the, the grocery store waters is filled with like a shark.
1: is that the one that people are comparing to crawl? Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh
0: number eight Jaws three D from nineteen eighty three. You know oh. your list is not that good when Jaws three D is in your top ten. Yeah this is atrocious. Number seven shark knight three d two
1: thousand eleven all right, cool that was the last one i got to watch
0: number six shark nato two thousand
1: thirteen what the, what yes. too stupid
0: uh number five open water two thousand three
1: okay, that's a plausible one for once
0: yes. Number four, Jaws two nineteen seventy eight. All right. Number three, The Reef uh, two thousand ten. Yes. Good move. Number two, Deep Blue Sea nineteen
1: ninety nine. Interesting.
0: And number one, of course, Jaws. Should just start with number one. Yeah jaws that was horrible there was i mean i agree that like deep blue sea is top five um the reef is top five uh open water is probably top five and then i don't like a lot of that other stuff was like not good but um stuff that wasn't on there on uh 30 or 47 meters down and um the shallows Yes. Because it was made before those came out.
1: I was going to ask if it was an old list or not. Yeah, 2015. Okay, okay. All right, 12.
0: All right, so you have a list.
1: I do. I have... I found an article with uh top five most famous shark attacks in human history. Which, let me tell you, I was trying to look up, like, lists of shark attacks and stuff like that. And a lot of websites are, like... You have to sign up to continue reading, and I am getting sick of that. Let me do my research, and let me steal your content, please. Thanks. Um, so I shall read these. Uh, first up is a guy named Rodney Fox, and this was in 1963. Have you heard of him? No. All right. Says, a great white shark attacked Rodney Fox while he was participating in an Australian spearfishing tournament. On December 8th 1963 so I was gonna say the winter but that would be like the summer for them I guess he was just about to spear his next fish when the shark attacked and took his whole torso in its huge mouth he gouged at the shark's eyes to get it to let go of the grip but it still came back after him he tried to shove it away but his hand ended up in its mouth fortunately for Fox the shark became distracted by a line on its catch Because the line was still attached to Fox, he nearly drowned when the shark headed under again. It an unbelievable stroke of luck. The line snapped, and he was able to get back to the surface. Um, probably the most gruesome shark attack there is that someone lived to tell. Because this guy did not die. He suffered a lot of blood loss, and it took 462 stitches to fix his wounds um there's still a tooth lodged in his uh wrist um and yeah it pretty much it's it gripped at him and his internal organs were exposed and there are some gruesome images online but this guy did not die
0: what kind of shark was it
1: um it was just a good old great white shark
0: that's like the worst kind i think
1: is horrible horrible and then after that what did you say something
2: nope
1: all right after that a uh, girl named bethany hamilton this was in 2003 and she was only 13 years old um she was trying to surf on a beach in hawaii and while she was laying on the board a tiger shark came up from below her and bit her left arm completely off uh her friends were able to oh yeah i know her really
0: girl yeah you you don't know who that is oh i didn't yeah she's like the main shark attack victim
1: i mean i see a picture of her with her arm missing and she's holding the surfboard that has a giant bite taken out of it
0: yep uh that's the that's like the main girl everybody knows
1: i don't know shark victims buddy i don't do my shark i'm
0: pretty video. sure she was like on like nickelodeon and stuff when, when well I was it
1: like... actually it actually goes on to say that she wishes to not be associated as being just that girl who survived a shark attack anymore and she turned down and offered to guest star or not guest uh do a cameo appearance on sh- one of the sharknado movies because she just oh dude that's
2: so distasteful
1: i know i know i know come on i I kind of feel i feel bad for this girl like she wants to have her own life and then you still have like she probably won't ever like she's missing an arm, so everyone's gonna ask her that but yeah she lived she lost 60 percent of her blood but uh she lived that would be horrifying but Mm -hmm. that happened 2003 and then after that uh is actually the Jersey Shore shark attacks that happened back in 1916. These attacks are supposedly the ones that inspired the movie Jaws, it says. World War I was in full swing when over the course of four days in July 1916, a different kind of horror came to the New Jersey coastlines. Five people attacked and four of them ended up dying. The first fatal attack was on Charles Van Sant, On July 1st, the 25-year-old went out for a quick swim before dinner, but quickly found his legs in the mouth of a massive shark. That would surely suck. Um, A lifeguard and bystander pulled sent back to the beach, but the shark had done massive damage to his legs. He bled to death. Six days later, and 45 miles to the north, in Spring Lake, New Jersey, the next attack happened. This time, it was a 27-year-old Charles Bruder who had his legs bitten off by a shark while Bruder swam 130 miles offshore. This shark apparently likes the legs of people named Charles. Um, well, that didn't make sense because it's a different shark, but um, you get the idea. Um, the lifeguards came to his rescue, but there was nothing they could do jersey shore attacks reached a sudden and horrific conclusion even further north in keyport new jersey six days later on july 12th on this day 11 year old lester stillwell and several friends were playing and swimming in matawan creek miles away from the ocean when a large shark that had wandered upstream pulled lester underwater the rest of the boys went for help and returned with several locals including 24 year old watson stanley fisher the men dove in and quickly found Lester's body. While trying to bring it to shore, Fisher suffered a bit a bite in the thigh right in front of oh wait. Oh yes. A shocked crowd of people on the shore. The bite was severe enough that he later bled to death. Residents in the area were still reeling from what had just happened to them when the shark began making its way back to the ocean. Along the way, it attacked 14-year-old Joseph Dunn from just a half hour later. Although he suffered extreme bites in the attack, Dunn was the only person to survive. So yeah, there's definitely sound inspired by Jaws because
2: it's about a town
1: that was uh, attacked and involves kids and stuff. So very interesting. And then uh, speaking of Jaws, the next thing was the USS Indianapolis incident from 1945. The Jersey Shore attacks would likely be the most horrific shark attacks in human history, if not for the sinking of the heavy cruiser USS Indianapolis on July 30, 1945. The Indianapolis, of course, had famously just delivered pieces of the atomic bomb. The U.S. later used in Hiroshima Japan to end World War II. On its way back to the Philippines, the Japanese torpedoed the Indianapolis, sinking the ship, sank in only 12 minutes. There were nearly 1,200 sailors on board at the time, and some 900 of them made it into the water. But the horror of surviving the sinking gave way to a new one as the men quickly began dying due to exposure to the elements and shark attacks. For four days, the survivors did everything they could to fend off the sharks as they fed on the bodies of the dead. The sharks also ate some sailors alive, although no one knows exactly how many. Only 316 of the 1,195 crewmen survived the horrific ordeal. Today, scientists believe oceanic white tip sharks were responsible for most of the attacks, although they also believed a tiger shark or two may have been present. Um yes it says then it says while the incident was always famous the role of the sharks in the disaster became even more famous in jaws when robert shaw, shaw tells the chilling albeit slightly fictionalized account of the sinking so that's interesting for yep, sure i'm pretty
0: forward. familiar with that story i watched a movie that that story is based on um mm-hmm. or that that move i watched a movie that is based on that story um, for this week, and I also have seen another documentary dramatization, um, called, like, 120 mm-hmm. Hours of Terror, or something like that, um, that was as part of the Shark Week, um, on Discovery Channel, like, years ago, mm-hmm. which is actually, actually a good, it's a good account of the details.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a good that's such a good thing to like throw in the jaws like that's the best part of the whole movie and it's oh, yeah i used to think it was just a made-up story when i was a kid i didn't know about all that but yeah there's one final anyway, one here
0: what's that Mom.
1: yeah <laughs> i remember i think i've told this story before but my one of my english teachers like played used to play clips of movies i forget what he was even trying to like i think he was trying to teach us monologues or something so he was playing clips of movies in class, and one of them was that scene in Jaws, and everyone in the class was like, "Can't even understand what he's saying. He's just like." So, Til
0: this went in. <laughs> and
1: I think that when I was a kid too, I was like, "I don't even know what this dude's saying." Like, it took me forever to even actually hear that story. But there's one more here, and it is on uh, Robert Pamperin in 1959. The June 1959 attack of 33-year-old Robert Pamperin is horrific because it's believed. He was swallowed whole by a shark the size of dolls. Pamper wow. and, and a friend, 30-year-old Gerald Lehrer, were skin diving for Abalone in the Pacific at La Jolla Cove, California, when Lehrer heard his friend screaming on the surface. Biologists later... I hate biology. Biologists later determined from Lear's description that Pamburin was attacked by a massive great white. In fact, some estimate on the shark's size, but put it it at between 20 and 23 feet in length. Lear told authorities he dove in after his friend when he went under. Through his goggles, he saw Pamburin struggling while stuck in the the shark's jaws up to his waist. The shark's mouth completely engulfed his feet and legs. Leaving there wasn't much he could do, Lara fled the shore. Authorities later searched but never found Pamperin's body. A few days later, one of Pamperin's swim fins washed ashore with clear bite marks on it. This, this makes Pamperin's attack one of the rare cases where a shark may have completely consumed a person. I would be so mad if I was being eaten by a shark and I looked over and my buddy was swimming back to shore.
0: Yeah, I would do that.
1: I know, but... um. That is that. Let's see if we have any more shark effects real quick.
0: I have a shark effect for you, buddy. What's sharks that? generally live twenty to thirty years?
1: Twenty to thirty years? Well my shark effect was gonna be sharks can indeed live a long time. They can live in between seventy to four hundred years. What? <laughs> so I think that your fact is wrong. Seriously? I think. Where'd you get that fact? I feel dumb now i feel like i'm wrong
2: it well
0: this cool. the, uh, this one says a greenland shark has lived at least 272 years oh uh,
1: okay thank god okay right. well what the hell then <laughs> i mean all that wasn't that wasn't a lie you just said but it's just like there could be a much longer range of fact of life i just
0: googled how long the sharks live because i was just generally curious and that's the first thing that pops up so yeah. a little speculation on our shark facts here
1: I I took from a variety of lists, too, on the internet, because I didn't want to... A lot of them had the same types of facts, honestly. It was a little weak on the shark facts, I'm not going to lie. But I was going to say, there was one other one I thought I was going to say. Oh, yeah, sharks are attracted to their natural prey. They do not want to really eat humans. That is not their intention. They are attracted to, you know lesser species and stuff like that and any time they do attack or eat a human it's because they've mistaken them for a, a male seal.
0: or what a seal a meal a seal
1: no they mistake the human for a meal buddy
0: yeah but sometimes they look like seals in wetsuits
1: okay well yes that is true yes
0: you know so, they yes. say that in the movie that we watched right
1: i do actually yes and i know which exactly which one
0: all right so are you ready to get into these shark moves that we've watched
1: i think so i think we've covered enough shark stuff and it is it is time
0: all right so i guess i will start all right and these reviews are going to be pretty brief um if i'm being totally honest some of these movies have ran together in my head pretty well i watched 14 and in, in seven six days seven seven and a half six and a half days uh the very first one oh. i started with what? you
1: watched 14 yeah. Oh.
0: How many did you watch?
1: 13.
0: <laughs> Wait, so are you saying that I won Shark Week?
1: No, I'm saying I lost Shark Week.
0: Yeah. Why?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. Dude. Be real, though. You probably thought we were going to get to this and you would have watched 15. I watched, like, 6. You got to admit, I did well.
0: No, you did well, but I'm saying you kept. You were the one. I just told you that I was starting to watch shark moves, and you're like mad and saying that you want to win shark week and i'm like i didn't even know we were competing but you know i'm just gonna watch what i watch and you were trying to beat me the whole time meanwhile i just was watching shark Moves.
1: no it just seemed like you were in the chats like bragging or something i don't know i felt like you want you knew i was in those chats and i just felt like you wanted me to see that
0: <laughs> why <laughs> why
1: i don't know why you tell me why
0: well i'm saying you could have won shark week if you didn't if you tried hard i do. No, you didn't. I swear.
1: Dude, I I did. Dude, I did. Like, I watched, watched like, three a day the one day, and then I was going strong, and then, like, there were a few days where I was busy. Yeah, because you had to go on a
0: date with Austin.
1: No, dude, I had to help my mother the one day. I mean, yes, I did go hang out with Austin the one day, that is true, but I also watched a shark movie that night, so that did not interfere with anything.
0: Yeah, but you gotta watch two shark moves a night to beat me
1: okay but i am just saying it was a mistake and next year i shall win and i shall get a head start i am starting now
0: (laughs) go ahead um okay so the first title i watched was from 1991 as per my run through 91 (sighs) what wait what what
1: do you watch a shark move from 91 yes what move
0: (laughs) you sound surprised
1: what? Wait. What are you? What? Why do okay, you sound just surprised? Go, just go on.
0: <laughs> what? What are you mad about? Did I watch this? No.
1: Dude, why did I not know there was a two killed birds once? There was a killed two <laughs> birds with two k- killed three sharks with one stone type of thing here.
0: Because you don't read my Facebook reviews.
1: Dude, I swear there's no shark movie from '91. Yes, to go it ahead. Is.
0: It is called. Mission of the Shark, The Saga of the USS Indianapolis.
1: Okay, well, okay, go on.
0: So, uh, this movie is a TV movie. It's a dramatization uh, TV movie of the USS Indianapolis. Uh, It follows a group of um, Navy soldiers who are on their way to some place... Uh, delivering a top secret thing that they're not supposed to ask about after they deli- on their way to delivering it a japanese submarine spots them and is attempt and is attempting to take a shot with a torpedo at the ship and it's sort of too far out of sightline so they just let it go um which would have changed history probably because the hiroshima bomb wouldn't have been delivered and who knows what would have happened uh but they do deliver it and on the way back that same submarine spots them and this time uh fires a torpedo at them and it does sink the boat um and all of the soldiers uh the navy seals get into the water um and basically survive for the next 72 or so hours um there are some shark attacks in there um but the sharks are kind of an afterthought and that whole segment is not as long as you would expect um there wasn't a whole lot of survival in there and there was a little bit of drama with like um one of the soldiers I keep calling them soldiers but I don't they technically sold I don't know what you call them navy seals soldiers i, I guess. guess yeah i think um so th- they uh there's one that has like um a pen pal with like his friend's kid sister or something that he's writing to back home and stuff and he's like narrating to her and then there's like a little stacy keach is in it there's a little bit of some drama with like him and uh the you know um whether things were handled appropriately um in terms of like avoiding japanese submarines and stuff like that and he goes on trial um and is like court-martialed at the end uh in the end the whole third act is like a courtroom drama kind of so it's very few actual shark horror stuff um it's just a small segment of the movie but i thought it was pretty good It was cool um it, I, I didn't know they made a movie on this so mm-hmm. I feel like they should make another one. Like, it, it's it's a really good story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting.
0: Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10.
1: Alright, cool. Very and we're cool. going to do
0: something different this time. We're going to go back and forth.
1: Yeah. That way we can talk shark moves. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so. Uh, I started out strong. Um, I started with a little film called Shark Exorcist from 2015. <laughs> Uh,
0: is it The Exorcist
1: but with a shark? No, I wish it was. That would actually be really funny. But this movie only—it says Satan, Satan has jaws—is the tagline. Um, this movie only ran an hour and eleven minutes. And um, I think I, I think Watson like made a funny post about this movie once, and I, I'd seen like review things of it and clips from it, and I knew it was dumb, I knew it was horrible, but I was always so curious about it and I thought this is my time to finally watch it. So, Shark Exorcist. This is about a demonic nun, um, she unleashes holy hell when she summons the devil to possess a great white shark. That is the description on IMDB, and that's basically what happens. Uh, this nun, she, uh, summons the devil and he gets inside a shark and then the shark is possessed. And then you have, like, these people who keep going to this lake, I guess, and, you know, they're swimming in the lake, and uh, there's this group of girls, and the one girl goes in, and then she gets bitten, quote-unquote, because they take her out of the water, and it just looks like a bunch of fake um, uh, spirit Halloween store blood is squirted on her, but she looks like she's half supposed to be half-dead. And then, you know, they take her to the hospital and uh, their friends are like, oh, no, we hope she lives. And then she lives. And then uh, but she is possessed because she was bitten by this demon shark. And then she's going around kind of just screwing with people and, uh, you know, wanting them to come to the lake and luring them in. And uh, meanwhile, you have this completely random set of ghosts paranormal investigators that are also checking out the area and uh the the one girl becomes like possessed by a demon shark or i don't even know if it's a demon shark it's just, she, she's like having this fake seizure on the ground like she's being possessed and then you also have like this priest guy um who finds out what's going on and he wants to exorcise the demons and that is the movie um yeah, so it was pretty awful, um, but it was also entertaining, but it also overstates its welcome a bit for being an hour and 11 minutes. It still kind of gets old after a while. The joke gets old quite fast. Um, the acting is pretty atrocious. Uh, not There's probably, like, there's, like, one girl who seems like she's trying, and everyone else kind of seems like they're trying not to laugh while making the movie. So uh, not, not too good there. Uh, the shark, obviously, is atrocious. It's just, like, this animated shark that's not even in the... It's just... It it looks like they did, like, a cartoon thing on a different screen and then plastered it into the movie. Um, But it is funny. I do wish you would have seen more of the shark, the uh, demon shark, because it is kind of comical to look at. And it's funny when people get attacked and they're literally just, like, splashing in this completely clear water that looks non-shark infested and there's no shark, but it's really... It's supposed to be the shark under the water. Um, So overall uh not not a very good movie not a very good film not a very good start but it was entertaining it was a fun time it was funny to me um but it was not great i gave it a two out of (laughs) ten
0: um and that's something that i think i should talk about now is like everybody was giving me crap for my ratings on these shark moves oh i
1: was gonna bring that up (laughs) to you too i was just Every time you post one I saw like a roast fest
2: going I on I know
0: and I started thinking about it. I'm like am I being too generous to these and I was like I guess I kind of am but like I think I was kind of like unintentionally grading on a scale where I was like well this one was way better than this one and that one was like a 5 so I feel like I have to give it a 6 then but like in terms of a regular movie it would be more like a 4
1: <laughs> yeah when you watch them all together it's a big difference because you yeah. really do become you start ranking them instead of kind of like if you watched a franchise it's just you're watching all these shark movies so maybe something that you gave a six could have been a three in reality if you watched it alone but i don't know people were being haters i do like how dawn kind of said no if you were me you'd be giving these like a nine out of ten i
0: thought that was pretty yeah, true exactly Um, but no, seriously, like, uh, I need to, I probably will reassess my ratings because I do think that I was too high on these, honestly, when I, when I, like, normally I don't cave to pressure, but it was more like, it kind of made me realize what I was doing because truly like, yeah, I'm, I gave some of these like a six, but like in reality, they're really more like a five or a four, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? They're not good movies. They're just better than the other movies I was watching right so yeah. i kind of was a little bit mis- mistaken on that one all right so uh with with uh that said let's uh move into my second uh film here and this one is called a lot of different titles it's known as shark man uh it's known as hammerhead and it's also known as hammerhead shark frenzy uh so this is a sci-fi original movie played straightforward and straight serious uh has William Forsythe in it as well as Jeffrey Combs. Uh, it follows a guy who dies of cancer um, and five years later the father of the guy who dies um, played by Jeffrey Combs is a scientist and he invites the doctors who were trying to save his son's life uh, to a secret island or something of some sort and the widowed wife is also there and he basically informs them that his son is not dead in fact he is still alive because he used uh, DNA from a hammerhead shark and some stem cells and he saved his son's life but now his son is a half man half shark Uh, which is just ridiculous and to make it even more insane uh, Jeffrey Combs wants the ex-wife and his son to mate to create baby hammerhead human hybrid sharks. Um, I think this was one of the funner ones that I've watched Uh, and it's because it's played serious Um, the effects are pretty bad and laughable but like they're trying so they're not like it's it's like you don't hate them for it and then you know it's just kind of a funny it's kind of a funny setting and it's like so serious I don't know I really like this one. It's from 2005 it's not anything special but in terms of like my enjoyment factor out of all these this was definitely one that I enjoyed the most um and it's just a weird one because the half ma- like dude it looks horrible the half man half shark mm. it, it like it looks atrocious um but it's hilarious to see all, it, all these actors and jeffrey combs like takes the serious per- performance like so seriously <laughs> I mean he all, he <laughs> playing a mad scientist is. um so yeah that is hammerhead Ooh. i gave that one initially a five out of ten but then I now I'm thinking about it, and this one would be more of like, I think they're all fives and under, really. I guess, but I don't know. I have to relook at everything. But this was the one of the ones that I liked the most out of those.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright, well, well,
1: it is my turn again, and the next movie I watched was uh, another winner. Um, you'll kind of see a theme where. I I didn't really... I mean, I did mix these up, I guess, technically. But some of the movies we're going to talk about together, so I'm going to skip them for now. But uh, next up, I watched Psycho Shark from the year 2009, a.k.a. Jaws in Japan. Yes. So, this is, of course, a Japanese uh, shark movie. And it is about these two girls um, who go to this private beach and they, you know go to this hotel and uh they're staying there they're just having a vacation together having a good time but they start to feel like there is something kind of wrong and um i'll just read a description here it says beautiful college girls are in danger mickey and may arrive on a sunny private beach on a tropical island where a huge psycho shark is patiently waiting in the water for his prey yes uh, patiently is a good word to describe that because Literally, there was no shark in this movie until the very, very last scene of the film. And the shark looks awful. If you just Google this movie and you see there's three videos that pop up and you actually see uh, the shark, this horrible CG shark in one of the videos, that is all you get of the shark. Um, So this movie's not really a shark movie, in my opinion. And uh, to call it Jaws in Japan is rude. Uh, (laughs) The movie is more so just kind of like a guy... uh, it's almost uh, like there's like a dude who's like up to no good in the movie and that's kind of like the big plot and then it, at the end it kind of all comes together and then you find out this guy was doing bad things and then like the shark is kind of like this afterthought that like finishes off the job and the whole movie is it's just such a weirdly filmed movie because you're watching like these videotapes of them on vacation and it's just one girl sitting in the hotel watching back on these tapes and I was confused as it was if this was going on at the same time or supposed to be in the past or what but and it also feels like they tried to rip off the ring of movies in a way with some of it just some of the wave shots with the girl watching the tv and then there's even a scene where the tv goes you know squiggly squiggly squiggly, static if, if you will um it, it feels very ring-esque like they were trying to mooch off that a little bit but like I said it's not very shark-filled I will say um it's not shot horribly like it looks like a movie that was something I didn't mention I mean Shark Exodus was shot horribly the whole editing of the film the way the scenes were put together made no sense sometimes and it was just very bad this movie actually looks like it was surprisingly well shot for the most part Um, The acting, it's hard to say because it is, of course, dubbed, but the dialogue, just reading the dialogue, it seems like not that great, just very generic. Um, So, yeah, this movie was not too good, and though it was more well shot, I think Shark Exorcist was probably the movie I at least had more fun with. Because this one was also, it felt like it was trying to take itself serious, but it was stupid. It was just stupid. I gave this a 1.5 out of 10.
0: Wow. Yes. What was that one called?
1: Psycho Shark, AKA Jaws in Japan.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, this next one, I don't even remember a thing about it. <laughs> um, let's see here.
1: Yes, I am looking up. I look up descriptions of mine to make sure.
0: All right. Uh, this next one is titled Dark Tide. And this one was from... When was this from? It was like 2012, I think. Uh, And Dark Tide is a movie... It had a $25 million budget. Dang. 2012, yeah. And it stars Halle Berry.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. Right.
0: Halle freaking Berry.
1: She plays in like thrillers and dramas.
0: Like... Well, she's like a and very I like she- I think she won an Oscar.
1: Yeah, she's like a real actor.
0: Yeah. So, um, Halle Berry is like known as like the shark whisper, basically, where she um is like super good with sharks. She's like a dive instructor or something like that and uh she takes a team out one day and they get killed. Um, and then she's like scared to go in the water and like her life fell apart kind of thing, and years later um she's like completely out of like money and stuff like that and there's a really rich guy who comes in and offers her like an absurd amount of money to take her out and swim with sharks um outside of a shark cage and she doesn't want to do it um but she decides through convincing of her boyfriend I think and some other people that you know that she needs to do it because she doesn't have any money and she's going to lose her boat and business and all that um so she goes out and um basically uh the shark is kind of like a little of an afterthought um it turns into like this almost like storm of the century thing where like the boat gets capsized and stuff and it's like more of like this survival thing um it gets like extremely like dramatic and like there's like this music that's like all like sad like the titanic or some crap like at the end (laughs) and like the rainstorm i will say that there's some very good like beautiful shots in this movie there's also some frantic editing that definitely takes it down a notch um but it's not very good it's actually incredibly boring yeah Um, it's like a very very boring movie and i expected it to be better um, there's some stu- like the guy, the rich guy. he It's him and his son, and he's like a complete like douchebag and like super entitled and stuff like that. And his his like drama with his son is probably the more interesting aspect of the movie, and that's like not saying much. So, yeah, uh, I I was actually shocked at how like unlikable this movie was, but it was shot well at times, edited poorly at times. Um, good musical soundtrack and. and Um, at the end it did have some nice visuals and stuff like that um even though the music wasn't very fitting all the time it was still like good music and Halle Berry's like a good actress and stuff but the story and like the pacing of the movie was just awful uh so I gave it like a five and a half interesting
1: yeah Yeah, I'd never heard that one but after that I watched um another winner and that was called Raiders of the Lost Shark and I watched this because the title was funny. And it's from 2015. Um, so, but yeah, this movie, uh, it's essentially about there's a lake and it kind of opens up. You have these two cops that are supposed to be guarding the lake or security officers or what? I think they're actually cops. I don't remember, but... Uh, They're supposed to be guarding the lake, and uh, they bring some girls along because they're bored. You know, they're on the ship. They're not supposed to do that, but they are bored. And then, uh, you know, the one girl says goes into the lake to swim, and, of course, a shark attacks her. And I believe the other, I think the guy ends up getting attacked too. So you kind of go to this other scene where you have these college students in a college class being taught by a professor named carly great name um and the professor's teaching a course about sharks and she kind of drifts off for a moment so it's showing you like huh, something must have happened with her and the kids all kind of notice it. they're like what's going on and she was telling them about some island and that you shouldn't go there and it's you know around this lake and uh kids are like we're gonna go there so they go there and they take this boat out there and everything and of course they are attacked by sharks and uh, then they get there and you know it turns out there's like this scientist guy and he's trying to alter these sharks into flying sharks and all this other stuff so uh, yeah this movie was one that definitely didn't take itself seriously at all it's uh, meant to be funny and For me, it actually worked. I was pretty entertained. I thought it was really funny at times, actually. And, uh, I, you know, I never know if I'm going to like that or not. But I enjoyed it. I, I, it had almost like a charm to it in a way. Uh, the effects of the shark are horrible. But it's, it's honestly really funny when he does jump up and attack people. And when I mean, it becomes flying sharks at the end. He's a flying shark in the air. So I thought that stuff was funny. And, uh definitely not that good of acting uh or anything like that but again some of them seem like they are at least trying to be actors so you did have that uh, there's a lot of just like jokes in the movie um it's supposed to be set in Canada and then you have this uh the sheriff or the chief um he keeps telling his brother-in-law who's like his assistant that he has to call him chief I think or I forget if that's the word he's calling him something else but he's like you have to call me this and he's like but we're in Canada we don't call you that and there's just a lot of little stupid jokes in the movie um that I thought were actually pretty funny it's not a great movie uh and it's just it it really is just one of those typical bad shark movies I mean you could tell by the title um but I gave this one a 3.5 out of 10 because it was a little bit entertaining it wasn't a great film though but 3.5
0: all right uh this next one here is blue demon um from 2004 and typically like the early 2000s weren't too bad for the like sci-fi era shark movies um but this one sucks uh it follows a a couple who are going through a divorce and um they're like i don't know somehow sciencey related to something um did you hear me
1: oh no i hate science moves we'll talk Um, about that later
0: um so yeah they are the experiment is putting microchips in sharks brains and i think what they're doing they're gonna use them to fight in like wars or something like where they're gonna like attach bombs to sharks and be able to like you know guide the sharks to like vessels and stuff and blow them up it sounds stupid. Yes, it is it does. stupid. Yes. Um, and... These sharks, like, escape, and it's up to these two who are trying to, like, stop it, and there's, like, this twist with, like, oh, this person was bad the whole time, and stuff like that, and it's... Honestly, like, very little shark action, and... It was boring. It was painfully boring. This is one of the worst that I've watched, so Blue Demon, 3 out of 10.
2: Jeez.
1: Alright, um so after that now oh the buddy, by I'm... the way
0: i watched 14 shark moves
1: you already said that
0: oh did i yeah oh okay Never mind. We,
1: we already thought about that
0: i thought i did 13 at first but i did 14
1: you said 14 and that's just why i said i lost because i watched 13 oh okay did you really have to bring that up again
2: <laughs> Your turn.
1: anyway Alright, so next up, and the reason that this is next up is because originally I was randomizing my movie watching, and uh, JP told me I was dumb for that, but I was like, I shall do what I want. And then at the end, I kind of gave up on doing that because I just kept hitting the randomizer and that defeated the purpose. But originally, that's what I was doing to watch these, and I was randomizing the ones in my collection, and then I was randomizing, like, I also threw. Like, net, like streaming in there, and if it landed on that, that's how you got movies like Shark Exorcist, because I've watched them off of Tubi or something, but, uh, so with that being said, uh, this movie I watched was Shark Attack 3 from 2002, uh, Shark Attack 3 Megalodon, if you will, um, this is, of course, the third movie in the Shark Attack films, and, which, by the way, this is one that I watched on 2b although i could have watched it on my dvd so i'm so sorry dave z and moods
0: why are you reviewing no it's dave parka dave
1: parka and moods i mixed them up
0: why are you reviewing shark attack 3 before 2 and 1
1: i just said that
0: because yeah, but I, you know, I gave a... just because you watched them that way doesn't mean you have to review them that way oh, like that i hurt. watched stuff out of order too but i did it in order
2: wait a minute did i forget wait a minute
0: wait a minute wait a minute I watched 14 moves.
1: We're tied.
0: No, we're not.
1: Yeah, I forgot the right shark attack on my list.
0: No, buddy. You lost. You already lost. You already declared loss.
1: No, I didn't. I I watched the moves, kind of. Kind of? Yes. Um. Wait. This has changed everything. (laughs) So you're making me... You want me to watch... You want me to talk about... You want me to talk about the first one first?
0: I, I mean, I would have. Right. Are, are we going to talk about Jaws 4, then 3, then 2? No,
1: we're not. I was just going in order. But, okay, I will... For, scra- forget everything I just said, everybody. Shark Attack, 1999. Which is interesting. This You say there's, like, no sh... What?
0: I didn't say anything.
1: There keeps being noises that sound like you. And it's weird. Okay. But, anyway. Shark Attack from 1999. It's weird because... You say there's no 90s shark movies, really, and then you had Shark Attack and then Deep Blue Sea come out the same year in the 90s, at the end of the 90s. Kind of strange. But uh, Shark Attack, um, this movie is basically about, I will read the description. In a once serene African fishing village, a marine biologist goes in search of some answers when his friend becomes a victim in one of a series of brutal shark attacks. So, yes, Shark Attack. When did I watch this? I watched this the other night, late at night. That's probably why I did not write it down. But um, I thought this movie was all right. It did have a lot of marine biologist stuff going on in it, though, and I don't like that. And that is what I find happens in a lot of these shark movies is it's all like sciency and biology e and i get to kind of take it You're out You do not to
0: like science.
1: No, I don't. I think it's boring and I want to see a bunch of stupid teenagers get eaten by sharks. I don't want to see some guy trying to track down his friend who was attacked and or not his friend, but trying to track down what happened and why a shark did this and get all these people behind him and then there's like some bad guys doing bad guy stuff involved and you that hate type of stuff. science. Yes, I do. It was very hard for me to pay attention to this movie as well. Shark Attack 2 and... Uh, yeah, Shark Attack 2. Those are probably the two that are least good in my memory because of that. But, I mean... It's not a bad movie, though. I can see why people like this. I can see, you know, the shark doesn't look too bad. And it's uh, the acting isn't too bad. And the stories... Not too bad either, you know? Like you said, these are the earlier times when movies did take themselves seriously. Um, I do I do just kind of think the movie's a little basic, though. Um, and that's one thing I find with shark movies, too. If they're not super good, and if they're not super, like, so bad, it's good. I, I just am not a big fan of the middle ground where they're just like, oh, it's not, that movie's not that bad. I don't want to watch a shark movie that's not that bad. I want it to be amazing, or I want it to be completely laughable. And I find that this one kind of falls in the middle for me. Um,
0: and you want science.
1: No, I don't like science. Did you say I want science? I don't want science.
0: Yeah, I thought you liked science.
1: No. Um, I don't. Uh, but I did not even give this one a rating. But I would—I mean, it's not a bad movie. I would probably give it like a 6 out of 10, I guess. Shark Attack. Okay
0: i've seen those before but i barely remember them
1: yeah yeah
0: so me too all right my turn yeah all right uh next up i have the deep from 1978 uh, 77 77 um so two years after jaws peter benchley wrote the deep uh in 1976 so one year after jaws was out and before the uh, the novel even came out studios were auctioning the rights to it because they figured it would be another hit um so this film is super misleading like the poster reminds you of something like jaws and it says is anything worth the terror of the deep and it's and it also you know says from jaws creator on some of the posters and um it actually stars robert shaw as well as nick nolte and it's super misleading um it's a it's like an adventure film there are sharks in it but they don't actually kill anybody um they just mess with the airlines uh, of the hoses of the scuba divers. Um so yeah the I watched this on VHS so um you know the quality was not the best. But mm-hmm. I'll say this. Um it follows a group uh, to, uh I think a husband and wife or a couple um who are vacationing and they're doing some like deep sea diving things and they find a medallion um and um other stuff in some shipwreck and they you know they look at the treasure and they go to a treasure hunter uh or um played by Robert Shaw I believe um they find out that there's also morphine um in the Goliath ship from World War II and then there's these bad guys drug dealer guys who want the morphine and for some reason they don't just follow them and get it but they like do they like capture the chick and it's like um it was really boring to me um but they there's a lot of the time that the film is spent underwater and that's like the best stuff for me the drama with like the morphine and the drug dealer people bad guys and all that were just blah to me uh robert shaw's good in the film um i think you said that he probably died Fairly recently after this movie, I believe he died in 1978.
1: And you said this is from '77, so.
0: Um, yeah. Okay, so right after this, though. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like two hours long, which sucks. Um, it did super good at the box office that so made a hundred million dollars. Um, it's very beautiful. The, a, a, a lot of the movie takes place underground. Um. Oh, actually, you know what's funny? Um, Lou Luis Gossett Jr. is in this movie, and he played Calvin in Jaws Three.
1: Which one's Calvin?
0: I don't know. I'm just oh. it online. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, the it's it. The, what makes me mad is I looked up like best shark movies because I wanted to watch some of the good ones too, yeah. instead of just the bad sci-fi ones. And Watch Mojo had this in like the top five of their shark movie movies so i was like and i had it on vhs so i was like okay let me give this a shot and i was so mad that i i started like not even like focusing on it 100 percent because i was like okay like this is not something i want it's like not what i'm into too it's like too you know it's it's not the type of movie that i like yeah um so i, I was kind of like half in half out towards the like final act of it which is or actually towards the second act of it i kind of got back into it in the final act but like the middle part where it's like a lot of bull crap, i uh, kind of was out of it a little bit but um yeah i gave it like a six and a half out of ten it's a it's a decentish movie but uh not a killer shark movie
1: right right um right Speaking of movies that you only half watched, Shark Attack 2, 2000. I am not going to lie, I don't remember a single thing that happened in this movie. Really? So, yes, I literally cannot was remember what happened. Was it sciencey? Yes, it was sciencey. Basically, it's about the same sharks from part one are back again and they're attacking in a different area. And that is the movie. Um you completely threw me off my mojo because I do remember Shark Attack Three and I don't recall part two, so uh with that I would like to just give a shark fact. And that is
0: or shark so fact. You didn't watch this move then.
1: I I I I guess I didn't watch the move. That's a shark fact. I don't really pay you were on the phone with me during this move and I just didn't feel like pausing it.
0: Oh, okay. And well, I'm, I'm so ashamed. Is pure usual.
1: And I feel so sad and dumb.
0: Okay, next uh, shark effect then.
2: Alright, shark effects. I feel
0: like such a failure. You
2: know, I hate myself. Jeez. Oh,
0: what? <laughs> Not that big a deal. It's just well, shark I'm just, week. I, I'm it's ruined just our biggest shark episode. Week. It's just, you know, milestone <laughs> number
1: 30. Well, I ruined shark week. <laughs> One, on, let me get my facts in line. Okay. If you are to flip a shark over, they go into a translate state. And it is known as tonic immobility.
0: I heard or, that. I thought that was like a like urban myth, though.
1: No, it's real. Shark attacks. It's shark attacks, not shark of myths. Myths.
0: So. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on for me is so, what's that? What'd you say? i said moving on for me
1: yeah and i didn't say anything
0: oh okay um moving on for me i have deep blue sea or actually you know what i'll wait until you do deep blue sea one um so moving on for me uh we have deep blood 1990 Um, So this is a movie, (laughs) it's funny because I watched it on, I was trying to find 90s shark movies because I wanted to hit like all the different eras and this one I couldn't uh, find on Tubi or anything but it was on YouTube and I started watching it and it was basically about a um, kid who like returns home from college or something. And uh, there's a shark attack, and it kills like his friend or something. And then they're trying, they basically try to stop it. But at the beginning of the movie, there's like this Indian like ceremony thing or something. So it's it, it's kind of hinted at with that it has something to do with that. Um, it's kind of a bad movie in a way, but I actually enjoyed it because it was refreshing to see like a like just a non-sci-fi channel era shark movie you know what i mean where it's like not like cgi it's like actual like just uh a movie you know what i mean like there's no cgi in it because it's 1990 um and there's not really a lot of shark in it too i will say this i watched a version that was um it looked to be um transferred from a toaster So, uh, it looked really bad. And then I looked up a review of it and I, Mr. Parker, Dave, uh, had a review of it from like years ago where he put clips of the movie in the review and I'm like, dude, it looks like H freaking D. (laughs) Like it was, so it sucked so bad. I was like, man, I wish I would have had that version. Um, because this version that I watched was like, you couldn't see any shark. Like it was just blur. Um, like there was actually a part where. Um, the character's like, you know, that wasn't the, because it does the whole Jaws thing where the the town, like, goes after the shark, and then they, uh, catch a shark, and the dude's like, that wasn't the shark, you know what I mean? Yes. And he's like, the one that killed Johnny had a black dorsal fin, and I was like, it, like, when they, he said that, I was like, did it? I was like, I don't know, it was just a blur to me. And um, I was like wondering like was it did they actually like have a black dorsal fin or are they just like saying that for the movie and you never actually see it but in Dave, Dave's footage I was like yep it sure as hell did have a black dorsal fin <laughs> yeah, but I didn't see it because it was completely uh, muffled and just potato quality um so that was a little bit rough but uh the the worst thing about this movie is the end is just bad like it's just it's just so anticlimactic just falls like these these people planting bombs and stuff it's stupid um but yeah it's uh you know besides that it's uh not too bad i think if i had a better quality of it i would like it more It actually is an uncredited directing job from Joe Diamato. I think he co-directed the film. Which I didn't know until I watched David's review. Uh, So yeah, that is Deep Blood from
2: 1990.
1: Cool. Cool. -hmm. Alright. So back to what I was saying. Shark Attack 3 Megalodon 2002. Before we were rudely interrupted. Um, This movie is basically... um, You know it's part three and it's about these people they find this giant tooth that uh washes up on shore a shark tooth and um like i said it's pretty huge and they are thinking like what can this be and uh they don't think it can be but it turns out it is most likely might most likely from a megalodon which is pretty much the biggest shark out there and uh yeah so they have to deal with this and of course the shark starts attacking as it would in a shark attack um i think that I've, I've seen people say like oh this movie is like so bad it's good and stuff like that and uh i i had the most fun with this one i would say uh i think it's a, it's kind of funny because it starts out pretty good and it kind of has like the serious tone to it and i think the shark actually looks Decent um, at the start and halfway through and I was kind of thinking like why do people people must not have seen really bad shark movies because I don't think this is that bad but then like when you kind of get into like the final acts and stuff like that there's just so many shark attack scenes that you start seeing how fake the shark really looks and um, this movie actually has that sort of infamous moment that I've seen clips of before where a guy on uh, I think that's what a jet ski uh, just just <laughs> flies right into the shark's mouth and it looks hilarious and then you have other scenes where people are just kind of falling falling into his mouth from like a boat or ship and that stuff is hilarious too so um I definitely thought this one was probably the most fun uh this is one of the shark attack movies that I would not mind revisiting because uh it is it, it does become very so bad it's good territory good territory especially in the final act of it. Uh there are some moments that feel very Jaws reboffish too, especially with um when they find out there is this big of a shark, you have sort of a scene where they're talking to the people in charge and they're like, We can't close the beaches because people love the beaches and this is where we get all our monies and it's much like the mayor in of course Jaws. So uh you do have stuff like that that was kind of humorous to me but overall i enjoyed it um i thought it was a fun movie i, I think i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 so shark what attack three that? shark attack, attack three like
0: that one the best
1: it was the most fun
0: oh jeez.
1: what are you all jeezing about you didn't even watch these
0: i know but i've seen them before
1: okay what are you all geezing? you said you barely remember them all geezing. i
0: barely do but i think i remember part one was the best part two was the second best and part three was the worst
1: Part three is the worst, but it's like so bad it's good, funny, like entertaining, not boring and not shark boring. <laughs> why are you mad, sounded? Cause I'm just mad. I ruined Shark Week, and I feel like you're mad. All
0: right. Uh, next up here, uh, I don't know why you haven't done Deep blue sea yet, but we'll continue on.
1: If I didn't watch, it. you told me to review all the shark attack movies. <laughs> Real quick.
0: <laughs> what? Uh. Go on uh okay so next up is nightmare shark uh a from 2018 so this is a fairly newer one i did some research on this one and apparently this is the third in a film series kind of um i think like the first one might be like toxic shark or like swamp shark or something like that but um it follows a woman who is plagued by these nightmares of this shark so she goes with her friend's and other people who are having mental nightmare issues, things, uh, to a doctor. Uh, Surprise, surprise, turns out the doctor is, like, a bad guy, and he's, like, pushing forward these dreams and making them more real or whatever. But apparently the two other couples that are in this movie were the survivors of other shark movies. Like... I can't remember which ones, but I thought that was neat that it's, like, this, like, spinoff-y franchise thing, you know? Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, but anyway, the, so it's, you know, you find out that he's, like, there's some kind of Hawaiian shark god thing that he's, like, conjuring up, and uh, that really doesn't matter to me. What's the funnest part of this movie is that it's literally, like, a nightmare on Elm Street, but with a shark, um, like, the, the girl, the beginning of the movie is actually, like, really fun, and she wakes up, she's, like, in a, uh, on a street where it's, like, an abandoned street, and it's, like, rain slicked, there's, like, mud puddles everywhere and stuff like that, and, um, she's, like, being chased by something or something, Um, and then, like, like, as she's running down the street, like, the different water puddles on the ground, like a shark fin will pop up in each one as she's like moving past them you know what i mean and i'm just like oh that's really creative and then she like falls through one and you know how in like the bathtub in nightmare on elm street how like nancy like falls through and it's like a big open water thing yes. it's like that and she's like under there and like um there's like a couple other cool little gimmicks like they, they actually you know the scene in That that I just mentioned in Nightmare on Elm Street, where Freddy's glove comes up out of the water. Yeah. When she's in the bathtub between her legs, a shark fin does that while this girl's in the bathtub, like and falling asleep. Dude, I I don't know. I just I just like really got a kick out of like the fun dream stuff that's in it. Um, It's ridiculous, but it's actually like really entertaining and fun. And honestly, the thing I was surprised about most is the entire cast gives like a really good performance like they're, they're all like actually like going for it and i was like wow that's not what i expected usually it's like such bad acting and ridiculousness but it was pretty fun honestly I, it was definitely one of the funner ones that i watched on this whole thing and i got it for 374 at walmart which is like a steal because i actually enjoyed this movie um so i kind of gave it a six but you know that's like so so exaggerated i guess but good your turn
1: All right, after that, we have Not Deep Blue Sea, but Shark in Venice from 2008. Um, Shark in Venice, this was another one on that Mega Shark pack. Um, I thought I watched this, but I don't think I had in the past. Um, but yeah, Shark in Venice, uh, it's exactly what it is. Uh, it's supposed to take place in Venice, which I really don't think that's where it's actually at, but whatever. Um... And you have this guy who travels there because he's looking for his dad who uh, was diving and went missing. So he's trying to figure out what happened. And then uh, he ends up finding this uh, cryptic trail that leads to this fortune. And meanwhile, you have this mafia that wants to get this fortune and so they you know devise this whole sort of uh plot where they kidnap the guy's girlfriends, and uh the guy is forced to go into the deadly waters where there are sharks and uh try to find this fortune and bring it back to them so you know before they kill his girlfriend and stuff so the plot is very um it's not just like a shark movie it does try to have like a lot of meat to it where you have sort of this uh side mafia thing well not side kind of come becomes the whole basis of the movie where it's like this mafia that wants their treasure but it's in this uh bad area like under these caves and stuff and there's all these killer sharks down there and um all taking place in Venice of course uh like I said earlier I this one does play itself completely seriously which I do give a credit for um it's the shark effects again aren't that good and also I think the whole It actually looks like the water might be completely fake and CG at times. Uh, The whole Venice setting, of course, you know, Venice is known for the canals and the trails where you can just ride boats down the city and stuff like that. It's really beautiful. But it it looks like the water is actually CG and uh, the sharks, of course, are completely fake. So that all looks kind of like crap. The plot itself isn't too bad. Um, It's the basic, like, people looking for a treasure... Uh, so they're going to hold you for ransom and then they're going to make you do all the dirty work to get the treasure, that type of basic thought. So basic really is the best word to describe the film. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I think the main actor, uh, the main man that you're following is kind of bland and uh, he just has one of those really boring sort of monotone voices that uh, takes me out of it. I just, there's he has like no enthusiasm and seems like someone who doesn't laugh or smile in his life and uh, that kind of puts a damper on it because he is kind of the main guy you're following on this whole journey but overall it wasn't a horrible movie um it's not one that i would run back to anytime soon because i didn't think it was all that fun as i said it does take itself serious uh so i would probably i would give this one like a 5.5 out of 10
0: Alright, um, moving on to, uh, Sharktopus for me, um, which was, in my opinion, really the heyday, um, the first wave of the bad CGI shark movies that I could not stand that came out. So you had Mega Shark, you had this, and then eventually the third wave would be like Sharknado. Um... But Sharktopus was one of the first ones to sort of, uh, I, I guess Mega Shark was really the first one to get gain popularity, but Sharktopus kind of um, upped it a little bit. And I remember watching it and um, being like, dude, this is horrible. Because I grew up watching Sci-Fi Channel Original Movies, like, um, <coughs> sorry. Uh, a lot on Fridays and Saturdays... Like when they would debut their new originals... Like I often watched them... I watched a ton of those movies that I forgot all about by now... And um I think that like... They, when th- this came out... I rejected it so hard because I'm like... Dude this is horrible... They're not even trying anymore... They're like literally... Well they are trying... They're just trying to make it bad... And I d- really didn't like that... To me... It was about like okay you have a bad movie but you try to make it good and if it ends up bad then okay at least you tried and there's some stuff to like about it but these shark th- these shark movies that were coming out at the time were just like intentionally bad and it just drove me crazy and shark the puss is horrible um first of all this has the worst cgi out of any of the movies that i watched this entire time really yes um it is a horrible horrible mess of of just bad cgi it's like metallic looking almost it has no texture to it um i i I will say that the shark to puss in general is kind of cool because it's you know part shark part octopus and it uses tentacles to grab people and bring them into its mouth and stab people and stuff like that it's kind of cool Um, the acting is the worst out of any of the movies that I watched Um, it's horrible it's cringy it's not it like it's a train wreck of badness it follows a a girl and her dad who created a bio weapon for the government called S11 which is this shark to puss thing it escapes they use a remote control to control it they try to stop it it doesn't work Um, so they have to stop it the old-fashioned way by, like, blowing it up or something. Um, it sucks. It's the worst movie that I watched. Um, two out of ten.
1: Well, that sounds horrible, buddy. Um, for me, after that, I watched a little movie from 1999 called Deep Blue Sea. Are you
2: happy? Yes. Okay,
1: Uh, so Deep Blue Sea, 1999. I'd never seen this one before. You know, I'd seen it around uh, a lot and uh, always was kind of a little bit curious on it, but then I always thought, that just looks like it's probably another Jaws ripoff, which is nothing like Jaws at all, but that's kind of what I thought all the time. And I actually recently just coincidentally picked this up on VHS at a thrift store, so I did own it. Um, VHS didn't look too bad, honestly, but um the movie itself uh this of course is about a group of scientists who are uh (laughs) they're they're in this like underwater facility studying certain sharks and i believe they're trying to study their brains and uh the way alzheimer's works and um you know their studies are supposed to essentially be able to parallel with humans and hopefully help them find a cure or treatment better for Alzheimer's so they're studying these sharks in this facility and uh one of the sharks um I guess escapes and uh, at the beginning he ends up killing all these people so uh you know they end up into some trouble and um stuff kind of goes awry and basically their facility one thing leads to another and their whole place ends up uh covered flooded with water and they are trying to get out safely escape because of course they are underwater so it's not the most easy thing to do so they're trying to get out of there and they're also trying to avoid these sharks who um you find out were in a way genetically mutated or engineered whatever you want to call it uh to be
2: Smarter. Smarter,
1: basically. Like, their brain size has been duplicated. So, um, they have that issue to deal with as well. So, yeah, um, I thought this movie was pretty fun. It does have the, uh, biologist and scientist stuff I don't like kind of going for. It's, um, definitely a full-on science movie. But it is, you kind of told me it is interesting. And it is more interesting than just basic, uh, bland bull crap science stuff Uh, i do think it's interesting that they're dealing with alzheimer's and that's kind of why they were there in the first place um you know you even get some like heartfelt moments where the girl's trying to explain what they're doing and why they're doing it and i thought that was cool um i like the opening of the, the movie with like the attack it's it's a fun time um the film itself uh when it gets kind of down into it it reminds me of one of those isolated types of movies like you would get with uh Leviathan or even Alien or Below that type of thing where you have just everyone trying to get out of an area and escape a predator of sorts so um those aren't always my favorite types of movies but I thought it worked um you of course have good characters in this you have uh LL Cool J Samuel L Jackson and Thomas Jane is actually the main guy which I knew going into it and then it wasn't until the end that I remembered that was him because to me he for some reason he always kind of looks different in his movies and he's a good actor so he's kind of dynamic but um overall I thought it was a pretty good movie it's one that I would like to definitely re-watch and uh, take in a little bit more in the future um I don't think the sharks look fantastic by any means but obviously they're not the they're not atrocious or anything like that either they're kind of in the middle types sharks but i like the movie i thought it was pretty enjoyable what do you think of deep blue sea
0: um (coughs) deep blue sea i love deep blue sea it's a lot of fun um it's actually a really solid movie like i used to think it was stupid when i was a kid yeah um but uh as uh i got older and watching it i'm like this is actually like better than i gave it credit for like the set pieces are cool um, There's still, like some good scenes where they're like, I remember that scene where they're like in that like silo thing and like the waters rising and I think there's like climbing up a ladder or something to mm-hmm. get out.
2: Yeah, I think.
0: Ella Cool J is really fun with like the bird and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty good and I really like how I the, who lives like I didn't expect it. You know, I expected something different okay uh moving on to uh i've watched deep blue sea 2 um this time and uh i got a lot of crap for liking this one <laughs> um i think it's partially because one i mean i watched like a lot of bad stuff and then two it i expected it to be like absolute dog crap because it i it just looked bad when they announced it i was like this movie looks like, I have a feeling this is going to be horrible. Um, I just expected it to be atrocious. And it is pretty bad, but at the same time, I, I thought it was enjoyable. It's basically very similar to the first Deep Blue Sea. Um, there's this girl that's brought in. She's a, co- um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, she like, which she a conservant, conservant, I... Conservationist conservationist sounds shit yeah conservationist um they bring her into this like sea-based facility similar to the first one um like this underground water facility thing and uh they show her these bulge sh- sharks and they throw this dude in the water and the bull sharks chase him And at the last possible second um he uses a device that makes him go away and he basically tells her that um that the that he's genetically modified bull sharks to make them smarter and the g- woman who comes in by the way very busty woman um they definitely show off her boobs uh and she uh basically says like why are you doing this and he's all like you know I want to make him smarter and she's all like uh okay well don't do that and the guy brings her in because one, the the alpha bull shark is acting weird and he's saying that um she's saying that they're, they're pregnant she's pregnant um and she he said that you know that the test didn't show that like that, it, that none of the pregnancies showed up in the test blah, blah, blah anyway the damn why am i telling you the whole plot anyway the damn like <laughs> sharks get loose and eat the people meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but you know they try to you know s- survive and it's very it's actually very much like it's like a ripoff of deep blue sea it feels like a cheap deep blue sea which is funny um and yeah so that happened and yeah it's i, I honestly didn't mind it well there is a one weird part where the guy's like evil genius scientist guy and he's like he's like and after i'm done with these sharks i'm gonna kill them all and like one of the sharks is like watching him through a window or something and i'm like oh god <laughs> did they really just do that <laughs> um so anyway uh yeah i didn't mind it i thought it was all right i gave it a uh, five and a half and everybody act like i gave it an eight um <laughs> but like i would probably give it a lower rating now it's like i think all these are probably fives or under I was just kind of stuck with grading on a little bit of a scale, uh, cause bad shark movies. But yeah, I'll probably refine them before I add them in the Letterbox. Uh, so yeah, that is Deep Blue Sea Two. Your turn.
1: You do not have to feel bad, little guy,
0: about your ratings.
1: I gave also I gave Deep Blue Sea a seven point five. I don't think I said that, but.
0: Uh yeah, I think I gave it like around the same. Cool. Um.
1: Alright, this next one is actually the final one, I believe, that I watched solo, so meaning you and I didn't both watch it, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually one that you lended me last night that I shall keep, and that no, is Shark... No, Whoa, Why? I thought that was the agreement. No. Oh,
2: okay. I don't want to.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it is Shark Night. The funny thing is, this was actually on streaming. I think it was on Netflix. Damn it. Because I googled it, but uh shark knight 2011 uh this movie stars sarah paxton and some other people and then joel david moore um so shark knights basically this is about a group of college students um joel
0: david moore was in that
1: yeah he's like yeah he doesn't have a huge part but me kind of does he's like part of the crew i suppose but uh these kids uh they're they're all in college they're college students and um i one guy he you know he like gets a really good grade on a test and he's all happy and he wants to celebrate and they just want something fun to do for the weekend so they decide to go out to this lake house and uh the one the main girl in the group uh sarah she grew up in the area so she kind of knows the locals and stuff like that so um they go out to this lake house and, you know, they're just out for an adventure, uh, a boating and fishing, whatever, for a small little weekend getaway. And at first everything's going good. Um, you know, they do, when they're on their way there, they encounter at this gas station, there's so many movies with like such similar gas station scenes, but, uh, at the gas station, they encounter these two guys who are kind of being like douchebags. And it turns out they're people that Sarah knows. So everything kind of, calms down and the, but but there's just something a little bit sketchy about them uh they ha- kind of have that like redneck almost i spit on your grave feel to them but so they go along to the cabin and then uh while they're there uh they're you know jet skiing and uh their one friend is attacked by a shark and it rips up rips, rips off his arm but he does survive and they're dealing with that problem and uh they you know of course want to they need to get back and find help for him but they need to take the boat back to get this help and uh the two guys from earlier they kind of come along and agree to help but then uh things kind of you know get turned upside down there and uh story goes from there a little bit um i thought this was a really fun movie uh the feel of this movie to me it reminded me at first if. Felt a lot like cabin fever esque, and just with the whole idea of people going out on an adventure and for the weekend and having a fun time and all going awry. And then uh it also kind of felt like the Friday the 13th remake a little bit to me. It there does. Was, yeah, yeah. It does. But with sharks and not Jason it's that it more so felt like that to me it had the same look to it and the same almost setting in a way to it and the same types of characters uh you know you kind of have they're like stereotypical characters you have the like the token black eyes and you have like uh one like spanish girl and then you have joel david moore's like the dork in the group uh so you have like a whole roundabout of unique characters in, in that aspect um I liked it. I thought it was a fun time. It it feels like a slasher, but with shark movies. And then you do have sort of that, this other little thing that comes into the mix where there's some guys who essentially want payback, I guess. And they're doing it in this very extreme way Um, to the main girl. uh, Sarah Paxton, for some reason, I just thought she sucked in the movie, though. Her acting was kind of annoying me at times. And she's actually not that bad of an actress. You know, she's the girl from... Of course, uh, The Last House on the Left remake, and she's played in some other things as well. Is that but... Bill
0: Paxton's sister? No, buddy.
1: I don't, I don't think she's related to him. I think I might have looked that up before. I don't think she is. I don't think she's related to him. Uh, her parents are Lucia and Steve Paxton. Doesn't look like she's related to Bill Paxton at all, actually. So that is uh, what I knew already, and I'm really? right. Um, that's, Um <laughs> Dude, it's true. Uh, she's a young girl, too. She's not, like, his age. Um... But I had a really fun time with this. Again, the shark—I mean, the sharks look kind of terrible. Honestly, that's that's probably the roughest part of the movie. Is it has really rough CGI at times uh, with the sharks and stuff like that. But as a fun little movie that doesn't have any sciency stuff going on, this was a really fun watch for me. And it's one that I would put on again uh, and Sarah- again.
0: Sarah Paxton's father is distantly related to Bill Paxton
1: distantly usually means they're not actually related
2: <laughs>
1: that's what i call my cousin who's like not my cousin
0: yeah right all right
1: but uh i had a fun time with this movie they're seventh cousins seventh co- <laughs> are you actually are you making stuff so- did you even look up that
0: <laughs> yeah i swear there's, there's
1: seven something cousins. on her wikipedia page i don't think There's
0: here. seventh cousins buddy
1: they, they did not count out the cousins for one thing I'm sure.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a family tree.
1: Dude, I'm like shut up. <laughs> what? I'm looking this up later. I don't want to get off topic here, but I gave this uh I gave it I was going back and forth on a 7 and a 7.5 because some of it was a little silly, but I think I'm going to give it a 7.5 because I did have a good time with it. So
0: Shark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. But why do you not believe me about.
1: (sighs) Hold on.
0: But click on the link I just sent you to, um, or look at the picture I just sent you on Messenger.
1: On FB? Let's see. Hold on. All right. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs>
2: yeah, they're seventh
1: cousins. Dude, I thought you were joking about a family tree. Why is there a family tree of... No one cares <laughs> about Samuel Paxson.
2: Uh, dude, it's so funny.
0: They're literally seventh cousins.
1: <laughs> dude, that's so ridiculous. I didn't even <laughs>
0: know that was a real thing.
1: Well, yeah, dude. I mean, there's... Cousins go on forever. We're all No, buddy.
0: You can't have seven. What? Alright, alright. <laughs> Next up for me, this is the last movie besides the ones we watched together. It is shark and saw women's prison massacre from the year 2014 i think i actually thought i owned this film i have to it has to be somewhere because i it was one of the early scream factories and i bought all of those um like i think i bought all the first like two or three years of scream factory um so yeah uh shark and saw women's prison massacre i watched it on 2b because i didn't have the blu-ray apparently uh, this is a Jim Wynorski film, and it's Is starring... it Shark and
1: Saw, or is it Shark Kansas? Shark and Saw. Okay. I was just... It was just supposed to be funny, I'm sorry.
0: Oh. <laughs> You're ruining Shark Week. Well, go on. Uh, um, <laughs> Go on without you? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting started. Uh, Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre follows a... A group of female prisoners who are sent to, like, this swamp area to remove stumps or something. And all the people are played by, like, softcore or, like, you know, probably... I don't know if there are actually any porn stars in here, but they're they're all definitely in softcore movies. Jim Wynorski, um, I don't know if you're familiar with his filmography, but he's done a ton of, like, softcore movies. Yeah you 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 um this was made for the sci-fi channel i think uh dude what was so annoying like when it first started first of all i didn't know it was a tv movie um like these chicks are like you know boobs hanging out um and they're like literally like five minutes into the movie they're working and then all of a sudden it's like this slow-mo of them like dumping water on their chest and stuff like that and like you know booty shots and boob shots and cleavage shots and like just straight up like I mean it's no shame at all just straight gratuitous like TNA and then I was like oh this is gonna be awesome you know what I mean because I'm like okay finally A bad shark movie, but with, like, tons of TNA. Like, with literal almost porn stars as your cast. This is gonna be great. And uh, I'm watching it, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, Man, it has been a long time, and there has been no nudity. And, buddy... What? Like, don't be alarmed, and, you know, brace yourself. Okay. The nudity never came. (gasps) Buddy! So... I sat there and watched that whole movie with no nudity. That
2: is so With this
0: cast, I was like, this is the biggest tease in the world. And there was this, like, really super um, hot Asian chick in there. Um, Did you
1: yourself, like, at least get naked to, like, make up for it?
0: No, but, um, yeah, I've seen her in other stuff, but I really like her. And I don't know, I just, like, was like, wow. And there was this other chick had a nose piercing she's I had like huge boobs and I was just like wow like this is crazy I can't believe there's no nudity turns out it was because it's a tv movie so they did as much like tna over the clothes stuff they could and then nothing else but anyway like there's like some fracking going on and uh they it basically like unleashes this underwater tomb where there's like this dino shark thing in it and it basically like attacks people um, it's, it's, it's okay. It's not bad, but not super, you know, nothing special. Uh, and that is, um, it, it was, it was pretty basic. I, if it had nudity, I would have been up like a, at least a point. Um, but I just gave it like a five. So that's it. That. <laughs> five. All right.
1: So without further ado, um... Let me see if I have any more shark facts real quick before we get into our final moves. Any interesting shark facts? I kind of read through, like, most of the best. Oh, okay, this is kind of cool. The Mako, I don't know if that's how you say that, Mako, Mako, whatever, great white and tiger sharks have to swim constantly from the moment they're born to the day they die in order to breathe.
0: So, do the sharks sleep? Can you look that up?
1: Well, when I looked this up, it said, essentially, they go up to the surface, and, like, you know, they come up there, and then half the time, they, like, fall back down slowly, and that's usually, like, how they squeeze in some nizzles and naps and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> really? So, they yeah, go up, and then, so they, they're moving, it causes them to breathe, so they just, yeah. like sink down, and they catch a quick nizzle.
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: Dude, sharks are crazy, man.
1: I know, it's horrible.
0: Why? would you be sad if you can only nizzle when you're like driving
1: (laughs) i mean yeah like dude i'm like dude i love sleeping you know that about me so i would be so depressed if i woke up and i was just a shark that couldn't
0: stop all right so uh let's go ahead and get into these jaws films and uh why don't we just tackle all four of them basically at once you know what i mean uh so we watched Jaws. i well you watched jaws 1 2 3 4 i just watched jaws 2 3 4 because i just watched one like a month ago right right um so jaws 1 obviously it's a classic we've seen it a bunch of times we've seen it in the theater three times yeah Two or three you've seen it three i think i've seen it two. yeah i believe so yes i had to work one night um but actually I felt I have pretty much only seen it once Because I slept <laughs> through like all of Jaws once <laughs> Yeah and
1: you kept denying that you did And now I think you realize that it happened
0: <laughs> Um anyway so Yeah Jaws man I mean it's a classic right
1: It is yes And it is one that I never realized How much I really like it until The recent years and the recent times Of seeing it in the theater That's really opened my eyes to how much I liked it because as a kid, it would be on TV, and I didn't mind it. I thought it was a good movie. I would watch it, but it wasn't one that I would want to watch over and over again. But it's, like, slowly crept its way up to into one of my favorites of all time, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. Definitely. Um, this was a... Like, that when I was a kid, they used to play Jaws 1 through 4 all the time on, like, TNT and all kind of other stations. Mm. And my pap would watch them all the time. Like, it would be, like... I, it always felt like it was a Sunday or something, like like you know 1 p.m on a Sunday he's watching Jaws and then like five hours later he's watching Jaws 3 you know what I mean and like just all day on the tv and I I would always like catch glimpses of the shark and stuff like that but I was never really interested in Jaws any of them and it wasn't until my teens maybe late teens where i picked it up on dvd for five dollars at walmart where i really sat down and gave it my full attention and i was like wow that was freaking really good and ever since then i've always considered it one of the best horror movies
1: yeah um in my head i always used to think that so much of the movie took place on the water like as a kid, I used to think, oh, this whole movie is just about, like, these three guys on a boat trying to catch this shark the whole time. But but it's really, yeah, like, there's a lot to the first half of the film that I enjoy. And, yeah, you uh, know
0: what? I like every scene in this movie. Isn't that yeah. weird? Like, there's not really any scenes that I don't like. Yeah. From the very opening all the way to the end. And um what's the uh science guy's name?
1: Uh, Cooper.
0: Do you hate him?
1: I mean, no, but he's not, like... He's not like in a lab like underwater doing sciencey stuff. He's with them out on the water, like actually trying to get the shark,
0: so Do you like science in movies?
1: No, I don't, dude. It's boring. I wanna see why don't dogs. You,
0: why don't you like science?
1: Because science is it's just so boring. I don't know what they're talking about. Like shut up. Just go catch the shark. Go get go let the shark kill women. Like go do something. Go go over there. <laughs> like I don't care about marine b biofl- like oh my god. I can never be a scientist. Like, I just don't find the appeal. I- I'm in a science class right now in my, like, college thing. And it's just so, like, the teacher's, like, so annoyed. She's, like, so into it. And on the first discussion post, she was like, so what are your guys' feelings on science? So the subject you like and what do you like about it? And I basically said, like, I don't really like science, nor do I care. I didn't say it, like, rude. I said it intelligently so I wouldn't fail the discussion post. But... She replied to me like I don't think she even read my post because she was like, "That's great that you share an interest in science, as do I." And I was gonna oh reply God. back, "I, d- I don't." <laughs>
2: yeah. But
0: you should have wrote the thing I don't like about science is that anytime I watch shark moves, there is a bunch of science in them, and therefore it makes me mad.
2: <laughs> no,
1: buddy, I want to go now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jaws is like. Uh, jaws is a very good movie um i like every scene in the movie uh it's like the dialogue is just written i don't know like you ever wonder that like how you know it could just be like um what's his name adrian brody who's that or sheriff brody (laughs) adrian brody's
1: that weird actor with a big nose his name is uh chief
0: brody Chief Brody.
1: What's this? Martin. I think it's Martin
0: Brody, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brody. Brody. This is funny. Um, Anyway, like, just hearing him talk to the mayor, like, do you ever wonder, like, why certain movies, like, capture your attention dialogue-wise? I do, yes. Because, like, you're so into what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, and it's not only that, but you you can watch...
0: You look at it and be like, that's boring.
1: Watch it over and over again too, and still be intrigued. But then some movies it's just like, Ugh! like that. So, right. yeah, there's just so much. There is so much good stuff in this. Um, I was like, I think it's fu- the part. It's not funny, but it's like the part where, you know, Alex Kinkner's mom, Kinkner, whatever, her mom goes up. His mom goes up to him and slaps him, and gives that big thing, and then she walks away, and the mayor's just like. I'm sorry, Brody, she's wrong. I always thought I always found that like line just funny. It reminds me of just a boyfriend trying to comfort his girlfriend who's clearly in the wrong, but like they're just like, No, they're wrong. It was funny. Yeah. But.
0: Um that's a very powerful scene when he dies and um yeah. speaking of Kitner's mom, you have a shark effect on that.
1: Yes. And I've seen this before and I thought it was pretty cool and i have looked it up too to make sure it's true because you know some people just write up bullcrap memes on the internet but uh so the guy who played him his name is jeffrey Voorhees, actually and he uh lives in massachusetts um I even found, like, a little interview with him that was kind of skimming through, and he lives in Massachusetts, he moved to, you know, Martha's Vineyard at a young age, and they were shooting Jaws, and, uh, he was, like, got involved because he wanted to be an extra, and they ended up casting him, but anyway, um, so he owns some sandwich place, which I could not find the sandwich place online either because i would like to go there if i ever visit that area but and basically on the menu there is an alex kitner 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 okay i think there's an n but kitner that's much easier um there's an alex kitner sandwich or burger or something on the menu and uh lee i forget her last name but i know her first name was lee um she was in town the lady played the mom of him back in jaw's days and uh she went into that restaurant saw that that was on the menu and she was like oh wow i played um that kid's mom back in the day and they were like oh well we're gonna go get the owner and the owner was the guy who played the kid and they reunited and they knew who each other were right away and it was this cool little thing um and actually, like that interview I read, it, it it happened kind of different than what that thing says. It looks like it said something along the lines of uh, he recognized her right away and went up to her and said, like, excuse me, but are you like, are you like my mother from a past life or something? Or he said, do you believe in reincarnation? and she like knew who he was and she was like oh my god yeah I had a son who drowned in the ocean years ago and everyone else in the restaurant was looking at them like they were crazy and then they
0: like crazy
1: yeah but she um she actually passed away back in April so R.I.P. to her she was like 90 something years old
0: good good run good run yeah yeah. alright um Jaws 2 uh is basically like Jaws 1 but not as good basically
1: yep that was the first time watch for me. I was always curious on it because I knew it had returning cast members uh, with the fi- basically Chief Brody and the mayor and I think the mayor's assistant and his wife. So I always thought like, oh, it's probably not that bad of a movie then. I'm sure if I like the first one, I will like this. And honestly, I just, I thought it was kind of, it's not even a bad film. It's just you look, you can't help but look at it and compare it to Jaws. And I think it's because you're dealing with the same characters, kind of the same situation again, and it just feels like a ripoff of Jaws, but it's actually the sequel to Jaws. And it it, it has its moments. I do I do like the part where he's kind of on the watchtower and he runs down and basically starts shooting at the water <laughs> and it scares everyone to death and it's just a school of fish. Mm. Um, I like stuff like that. And then you. It's know, just
0: so weird because it feels like Jaws. You're like everything looks like Jaws like
1: a, yeah it just like feels even,
0: like it's jaws but it's just like man like they really missed the mark on this one
1: Mhm. and having the like i said having the mayor back and everything too it, it it is weird you're just watching feels like you're watching deleted scenes from jaws or something um, yeah
0: I, it's I unfortunate really, too because you're thinking like wow this could have been a
1: great sequel
0: Mhm. so but, uh, like little do you get all that stuff back
1: right
2: right
0: I would have Um, like I think if Hooper came back Cooper Hooper came back he would be it would have elevated the movie because he's my favorite character in Jaws
1: yeah it probably would have been fantastic with him back I think that's what the film is missing I think I, I love all three of them Um, I love Quince as well. Of course, he can't come back, but I think that really... His name is Cooper. I could call him Cooper.
0: Yeah, because he was uh, dead in the movie and in real life.
1: True. I always thought that was kind of... Like, he did... I just confirmed he did die in 1978, and I always think of how he never got to live to really see how classic this movie became. Right. Like, he died immediately. He died when it was still new, pretty much, but it's kind of interesting. Um, Yeah, I didn't care for this movie, too. I probably wouldn't... Go back and watch this one over and
0: over again, honestly. Um, see, I, I liked it, watching it but. I liked it more the time I watched it before this. And I used to watch this one as a kid, actually, on like Monster Vision and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to like it back then because it felt like kind of like a slasher almost mm-hmm. in a way. Joe Bob always described this one as where the sharks start picking off the teenagers like it's a slasher film. <laughs> um, but if there was more kills labeled throughout and it was more of like an exploitative slasher i think i would have liked it more um but yeah so that's jaws 2 um kind of went down on it a lot i think i gave it like a seven um which it's still a well-made movie it's just boring a little bit you know like it -hmm. looks good it sounds good the acting's good i mean even the shark stuff is good it's just a lot of downtime.
1: Yeah, the story's not even bad it just doesn't feel like it needs to be that long of a film i guess right if Um, this was
0: 90 minutes it would probably be so much better mm -hmm. i gave Um,
1: it i I gave it a seven as well
0: okay into jaws 3 3d um i would have liked jaws 3d more had i actually seen it in 3d i've always wanted to see this one in 3d i think I, i i like i actually like 3d i think it's a lot of fun i don't think that it should be in every movie like it happens to do like you know, every time it gets a resurgence, like everything's in 3D then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like 3D. Right.
1: Um, Jaws 3D. I did not really care for this one too much. Uh, I, I, sp- I didn't like the whole setting thing too much, but at the same time, I do kind of like the whole, you know, aquarium underwater tube thing. Stuff, how the glass breaks and the water starts coming in. Um, oh, that, I kind of
0: That glass breaking is atrocious. It's like...
1: Psh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it is, it is. I like the concept, though, but it's... I, I just, I, I don't really care for... I don't even think they, you know, it's supposed to be Mike uh, Brody, the son, of course, of the, two, the chief Brody from the first one, but I don't even think they really even talk about that. I think it's just like... Okay, this is his son. I, that's why I always used to think this movie was a spin-off. Not a spinoff, but one of those in-name-only sequels where it, it didn't have continuity. I didn't realize that was supposed to be his son and then the other sons in it as well. Because I don't think they ever mentioned, like, yeah, my dad, he dealt with this stuff too. I think it's just literally him. Yeah,
0: that's dumb. Yeah. I'm... Well, hell, he dealt with it. He was one of the kids at the end of Jaws 2.
1: But yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, and in Jaws 1, he gets attacked. This kid just keeps... This, get, these kids are stupid. Um, but uh, I didn't like it too much. I mean, <laughs> like that, that that whole shark coming towards the glass and break... It, it's hilarious. Um, it has some moments that are likable, for sure. Uh, it's not the worst movie in the world. It's not even a bad movie, honestly. It's To me, it's just a generic shark movie, though. I, there's nothing very special to it. I didn't really have a fun time with it. Some people say it's fun, and I always thought it was going to be fun, but... Uh, I just didn't care for it too much at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's. I like the Sea World concept. It just was poorly executed. Yeah. cause they don't they like capture a shark and then it's the mama shark's like pissed. I
1: think. So. Yeah, I believe that's
0: Yeah, cause the baby dies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 oh yeah, there, yeah. There's a whole scene with that. Yes.
0: Um. Okay, let's move on to Jaws 4, the revenge, the final one. Um. Okay, so Jaws 4 basically opens up on christmas time where uh one of the brody sons are killed by a shark yes and then the other brody son his daughter uh and mrs brody go to like hawaii or the caribbean or something
1: Mm-hmm. somewhere uh some pretty area some like
0: island yeah. Uh, area and the shark actually follows them from Amity all the way to <laughs> to this <laughs> island you and basically wreaks havoc. Um, it's bad. It's just I actually like this one more than maybe two and three in terms of like entertainment. 2, th- two is definitely better. I but I didn't mind this one that much.
1: I actually kind of agree with you, and I saw everyone roasting you on that, but I'm kind of in that same ballpark where if I had to pick which ones I would rather watch it would be obviously part one and probably this one then part two and then part three in that order so uh it's it's a fun movie I mean it's a funny concept um it's very it's almost like you know Halloween like Lori Strode waiting for something to come get some guy to come kill her but it's just this woman waiting for the shark
0: to come yeah. kill her um it's so we, we, we finally find out what happened to brody too right right he died
2: yes
1: and it is oh, so pack. yes it is so stupid um man the,
0: the performance isn't that great um the mom yeah. actually returns and uh yeah the oh the, what is the shark fact with uh brody shark fact
1: Oh, shark effect. Um, it is. He was asked to come back to play to reprise his role as Brody in uh, Jaws 4. You know, Roy Scheider, and he was quoted saying, "Satan himself could not get me to do Jaws 4."
2: <laughs>
1: but really, they just wanted, and they they wanted him to come back to be attacked at the beginning and die anyway. So. And then all they, and then it's like, so all we got to do was put in these flashbacks from the first movie.
0: Yeah. Um, but I'll say this, um, the, the, there's in the original script and I believe in the novelization, there's a whole element that goes supernatural with this. Hmm um basically you find out that the reason that the sharks have been attacking the birdie family is because of like a voodoo curse
1: (laughs) to stay out of the water
0: (laughs) right yeah i was well it's only an island if you look at it from the water (laughs) yeah um so did uh so how did it end for you jaws four. the ending of the movie yeah How did Jaws
1: 4 end? Don't... She goes out to the water and tries to kill Jaws. But I forget... Hold on. Wait. Why are you asking
0: that? Don't look it up.
1: I can't remember the end. I know she goes out. She gets on... She's mad because the shark, like, attacks, I think, her granddaughter. And then she gets on... I remember she gets on the boat and then she goes out to the water and then she's trying to kill the shark, but... I forget what happened
0: um because uh there are two different endings to the movie the dvd release always own there was one dvd release which i actually own that had the good ending i guess which is um the shark like explodes
1: oh 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 okay yeah it uh the ending i saw the shark <laughs> explodes and while it's exploding there's this dramatic thing where it's got the flashback of Chief Brody, like, with the gun being like, come on, you, and it's, and then he, right. like, shoots it, and then that's, then it shows the actual shark exploding, and then it shows the scene of the shark falling into the wire that looks like it was copy and pasted from the first movie.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that the shark, I think the other ending, it's, like, stabbed to death or something with, like, the boat or something. I <laughs> can't remember, but, um, okay, so you got the good ending, then. Uh, yeah, most of so. the DVDs had the bad ending for the longest time.
1: Yeah, um I was going to say one more thing. What was Oh, I was going to say did you know that the stupid tagline this time is personal? There's a reason for it.
0: Yeah, cuz the sharks after them.
1: No, it's a it's a joke because in Back to the Future 2, there's that poster of Jaws it's supposed to be like the sequel to Jaws or something or like Jaws whatever. 15 yeah Jaws 15 and it says on there it says this time it's really personal oh so that's why they they just stole it from that it's like a joke <laughs> on their joke basically but I mean it makes sense to the this movie
0: it what year it did sense Jaws 4 come out 87 yeah um I I think somebody should make a fan film called Jaws 15 yeah somebody i guarantee somebody probably has probably Um, all right so let's get into our last one this is the reef 2010 and uh it follows a group of australian um boaters like people on a boat friends and the boat hits a reef a coral reef and it rips the hull and it sinks and it goes upside down
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh and basically they are stuck on the boat um, in the water, and they know that there is an island called Turtle Island 10 miles to the north. Uh, they know which way north is from their watch, so they decide that they are going to try to swim the 10 miles for safety because they don't think, um, that they will be saw or noticed, um, before they die of dehydration. Um, um, when they start swimming, eventually sharks show up, and I will say, like first and foremost i think this is the second best shark movie ever made yes do you agree
1: i do agree i think it's uh very it's great i mean it's um completely serious and it's actually scary in what it's doing um and it has that whole open water concept right that I like because that is terrifying to me to be out in the water and be stranded and not know when well these guys they think they know when they're going to see land again um so I thought the movie was very fantastic and the great performances from all the characters right 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 I- i'm glad i watched it because uh it was just what i needed you know it's not a goofy movie and it's uh it's got a it's a smart plot like the whole they they like pin it together well with that
0: right i uh, I will say this um be like okay
1: the, here's we're north this is north whatever doing that map stuff
0: there there's some moments in the film like they set up the shark situation like way ahead of time like immediately the one dude's like yeah i know it's out in that ocean i'm not going out there like they they set up the shark thing and Mm. i think that it definitely adds some suspense and like waiting for the sharks but at the same time i i i on rewatch i'm not sure how well it almost is like two in your face um that was really the only issue i had um but like even like the scene where he jumps into the water um to go back into the boat to grab some flotation devices the upside Mm. down boat it's like actually quite intense
1: it is, yes yeah that stuff makes me uncomfortable because i'm i'm just afraid of dude drowning or something
0: and then them just floating on those cut in half boogie boards like through the giant ocean they do these shots where they put the camera like right on the water line to where you could just see like how it would look if you were really there and it's like horrifying mm-hmm. it, dude it's so scary like it, it it really does like make you like on edge the entire movie and then I think, like, the acting is, like, super good in this movie. The performances are very well done. You have this woman, the woman, like, hyperventilating when they first see the shark. Like, like you know, terrified. And it just works so well, you know?
2: Yeah,
1: and then when they first go to... Like, I like the whole scene when they first go to leave. And then two of them are going to stay behind. And it's, it's that scary thing of, should we stay behind or should we not? And then the one girl decides to go like before it's too late with them and then the one guy is just behind It's yeah i can't
0: imagine how scared that guy might have been after like a couple hours went by yeah like because like you're like i would never what i would never be alone like Mm -hmm. if they if they all were even if i wanted to stay i would not stay alone (laughs) me neither (laughs) Yeah, um, but yeah, dude, it's a very intense movie. Of course, Don and Ellie gave it like a one uh, star out of five. Right, um, right. But yeah, this is a fantastic movie. I think it's like one of the best. It, it's like the second best shark movie ever to me. um If you've never seen The Reef, definitely give it a watch. The director also made a movie called Black Water, which is basically The Reef but with a crocodile, um, in in like a swamp. Um, so yeah, that is Shark Week buddy i have to say i, I give that movie a nine by the way 8.5 or
1: nine i gave it an 8.5 i feel like i could give it a nine probably because i don't see much wrong with it at all
0: right um
1: i i, I have to say something real quick before uh, it's too late i was wrong um jaws 4 came out before I, I just misread the trivia and back to the future was parodying
0: jaws 4 ah uh, see that's why i asked you what came out first but wait a minute oh yeah because back to the future 2 came out in what, part 1 88? came out
1: in 85 and part right. 2 came out in 89 and 89. also but it was called Jaws 19
0: oh yeah yeah but it's set in 2015
1: yeah yeah it's true i just yeah. didn't want to, have to delete my channel i wanted to correct myself real quick so
0: i should have let it be too late <laughs> so you no. worked about it all night <laughs> oh no. um okay so that is shark week i think sharks are fascinating i could see why people are afraid of them they've kind of become a joke in movies um the meg was semi-serious so i do appreciate the attempt but i think we need a really serious shark movie like one that's super straightforward uh, the Shallows was kind of like that. In hindsight, I think I liked The Shallows more than I did when I first watched it and even second watched it. Simply because it tried to be a real shark movie.
1: Yeah, The Shallows I have not ever gotten to rewatch, But I remember I liked
0: it. I thought it was pretty good. And then, uh, I think one of the other best ones is 47 Meters Down. It's and
1: amazing. I've only seen Part 2 to that. But I did like Part 2. So
0: all right well you gotta watch part one next year
1: all right i shall next part year.
0: one is probably it, it's up there with i would get, put it right there with the reef really yeah dang good. all right
1: all right i shall do that next year
0: all right um with that said i think that's gonna be it that's around three hours of shark talk for you guys um next week we'll have train to basan 2 i believe there's a slight chance that we push that back a week because there is possibilities that they're going to open in the theater that it's going to be in the theater um, but it won't be for two weeks so if that if we get any word halfway through next week or something then we'll push it and wait another week so we can check it out in the theater Um, but if not we're going to do it on you know just watching it on our laptop or whatever um, so, uh, yeah, so we'll see you guys then. Blind spots will return next week. Don't forget that, Carly. I um, don't. <laughs> all right. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Sharks.